1: to infinity.
0: And there came a day unlike any other, when Earth's mightiest heroes found themselves united against a common threat. On that day, they became the Avengers, the invincible armored Iron Man, Thor, Prince of Thunder, the Hulk, strongest hero there is. And Captain America, the First Avenger. Avengers assemble!
1: Welcome to the road to infinity. We've finally come to it at last: Avengers: Infinity War. That, of course, was the. Uh, Theme song from uh, Avengers, Earth's Mightiest Heroes, the cartoon that probably best encapsulated uh, uh, Marvel animation. Um, of course, it was canceled as soon as Disney bought them out. But what are you going to do? I really could have put every theme song back to back, but I thought I didn't want to stress your patience that much. You've waited this long for this. Why should I make it later longer? So joining me for our, our discussion of uh, Infinity War is Rob. Hey, hello. Hey thanks for coming on excellent um well I, just as a uh, as a uh, full admission I think Rob and I have briefly discussed this we got together for a completely unrelated event uh, but this was of course, the course thing so we have talked a little bit about it but we sort of steered away knowing that this conversation was coming I
0: have saved my best moments for time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> fantastic I have to roll into it um I, I, I'm not going to really talk about the comic part because this is so vastly different than uh, what the comic is there's uh, Characters and things that are vitally important to the uh, Infinity Gauntlet, which is what the crossover was called uh, in the comics, that don't even exist in the MCU. Uh, I mean, like uh, Silver Surfer plays a major role, and so does Adam Warlock. And one is owned by one company, and one doesn't exist yet uh, in the MCU. So it's not even worth really comparing and contrasting. So, so timeline is well, how about now. This?
0: <laughs> I, I'm gonna tell you this. So, so wait, I gotta start by saying Go this. Ahead. It's like to talk about this, and I even I've been thinking about this since I saw it. Mm-hmm. I saw this movie four times in the first five days it was out. Wow. Here's why we saw Thursday night, and we already had tickets for Friday night because we thought it was gonna be good. Saw it Thursday night. Saw it Friday night. My wife wanted to see it again on Sunday and again on Monday. I want to wow. say this. I think it is difficult to even call this a movie. It is, a, it is a cumulative storytelling experience.
1: I would agree with that, but I would say it's also only half a cumulative yes. storytelling well, okay. experience. Well, so, well, that, so, okay, so I and, – and I – we sort of touched base that weekend this uh, by text uh, and and I – because I did not like it. Like I, I walked out of the theater extremely unhappy and – it took a couple days to really articulate why. Cause I, I had, I even had gotten some sort of heated discussions about uh, people. Like I, I know the lore, like I've obviously I've done how many, <laughs> 20 some hours of these podcasts. I know the MCU pretty well. And I also know the comics pretty well cause I read them when I was younger. And I also, I didn't reread mm-hmm. Avengers. I mean, I didn't read reread uh, infinity gauntlet before I went to see Avengers infinity war because I kind of wanted to have a, a fresh perspective. Um, but I, I know the stuff and it, so my problem with it – and we'll get into the discussion of the movie too, but the, my overall impression. My problem isn't with the story and it isn't with uh, any individual like characters. I'm not mad at Star-Lord. People are having a big thing about – they're oh, mad right. at Star-Lord. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah, we'll to that. yeah I'm, not, I'm not into that. My problem is with Disney marketing – and with and the Russo brothers and the writers, like that, those were in the way that they told their story. And mostly it's because they made me feel sad. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. And that and was a deliberate choice. So, since I have the floor, let me go on on, on my, my, my small soapbox. So, when this was announced, originally back way back when at D23, it was announced as Avengers Infinity War 1 and Avengers Infinity War II. Okay, perfectly fine. It's a huge, gigantic, monumental story, as we've seen, because we've seen half of it. Um, that was, it was always going to be that, that big of a thing, and, and a year between them. Uh, as they got closer and closer to it, they started changing their language, and they started saying, no, 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 it's not really part one and part two. That was, that was not correct. It's an advantage of Infinity War, and then something else. So this is a complete movie, and then that will be a complete movie. They are thematically tied together, but they are very different stories. And so it was like, oh, okay, I I see what you're doing there. And I had no idea what that really meant. But I kind of got started to get the impression that this would be the Thanos Infinity War thing, and something would happen, they would beat him at the end, and then something kind of closely would happen. And then that would lead into whatever is going to be happening next summer. That maybe f- more fool me <laughs> for believing my own misconceptions as opposed to what they're saying. But every piece of language, every piece of marketing uh, they put out, every press conference was talking about. This is the culmination. This is the. Uh, this is ten years of this. There was retrospective videos and and all stuff. I mean, idiots decided to watch all the movies and create a podcast about it. I mean, it, you know, it, it, it caught up the, the the fever of the nation. Having seen it, it is not any of those things, and I feel like they lied to me. I feel like that I was sold a bill of goods, this is not a complete movie. This is not a complete – this is the first chapter of a two-chapter book, which is what they originally announced before and then decided to backpedal and change it. And I feel like they, I lied to in order for them to make more money. Like They basically went, oh, we can't do it part one because then people will wait until part two comes out and then they'll watch both at the same time. So let's just uh, – this is a big thing. So I was emotionally prepared to watch the death of, of Steve Rogers or, to, or the death of Tony Stark or any of the other people that were – probably not the ones that are going to have sequels that are, are just on the horizon. Um, Again, more fool me because I got to see Spider-Man die. Hooray! <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm you lucky. Make, you
0: make this sound like as if you were opening presents on Christmas morning, nineteen seventy-eight. Mm-hmm. And you were like, oh, look at this box. I know what I got. The Death Star playset. And you open the box, and all that's in it is the trash compactor and the gun. <laughs> Don't worry. Next Christmas, you'll get the rest next of it. Next Christmas. And you were and you'll be like, disappointed. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what they didn't tell you is, is that the reason why they haven't told you what the second part is, because the first part is infinity war. The second yeah. part, the second part is infinity morgue. <laughs> <laughs> and see, so they Not couldn't tell you. you that. They Not couldn't tell you, you that. Because then, hey.
1: Spoiler, by the way, spoiler. Yeah, yeah. It all, yeah. This is this is it's gonna be so spoilerific. But I mean, it's made a billion dollars already. If you're gonna if you're gonna see it, you've already seen it. Yeah, you've it. seen it. The fact that they left you in a in a place like that emotionally—that's really what pissed me off. Like, and I know, I know that Spider Man's not really dead. I know that Star Lord's coming back. They have—I mean, their sequels are all but announced. I know that they'll be they what what uh, what was snapped can be unsnapped. I get it. And Chuck Wendig actually uh, put, had a big post about this, and he articulated what I couldn't figure out in my dumb little brain, what it was. And the problem was, is that the villain won the end. The, what, they, what they left out was that moment where all, uh, everything is down, like we've lost, like you know, Thanos has his little moment in the soul gem, and then they're, they're all there, and Captain America going, all right, guys, we got our teeth kicked in. But now is the time that we're going to figure out what's going to. We're going to go after him. We're going to do that. It's, it's the rallying speech of like, we're not going to take this. We're going to go after him. Next time, it's going to be on our terms. Dun, dun, dun. And then you cut to him h- hanging out in his beach cabana or whatever, uh, you know, smiling. And then you roll your credits. And you're like, all right. Next time, they're going after. Them. They're going to do it. But no, they specifically chose not to do that uh, and to make it that – Yep, everything sucks. People died, and uh, we're not going to tell you anything about it next to you. See you here, suckers. Eat it, everyone. <laughs> we know you're going to come see
0: it anyway. So Fade screw to black. you, fanboys. <laughs> that's it. But don't you kind of love? Here's what I love. Okay, so obviously, I give. I, you're right. I give them. I'll let you talk. I'm sorry. I, uh, I give them points for audacity. Well, that, that and, and here's the thing: audacity. And we'll get to the post-credit scene, which sure. is what made me, which recovered that whole thing. But I'll tell you this: here's the thing that's crazy. Our generation, I'm talking about people who were born between somewhere mm-hmm. in the mid-60s to late-70s. Yeah. Here's the deal. Our generation had the cinematic moment that defined our lives. I am your father. Uh-huh. And everyone goes crazy. Let me uh-huh. tell you something. This generation's cinematic moment from <laughs> now until they're old and gray is Peter Parker looking at Tony Stark and going, I'm sorry, Mr. Stark. Yeah. Oh, sh- That devast, I mean, I give them credit because they created a moment that is haunting, crazy. It will define that generation. Hopefully in a good way because next year yeah. hopefully the story will be better.
1: But I, I, I don't disagree with you. I mean and maybe that, that will be the case. This will be the big defining thing. But even in Empire, like that was a big thing of like, oh, my God. And what's going to happen in hands? I mean and, and Empire is hugely powerful and devastating too. Hands and carbonite. Will he ever even survive? And every, everybody's all split up. Luke got his hand cut off. But there's still that moment of Lando and Chewie like we're going to get Han.
0: That's the beeper.
1: Beep, beep, <laughs> I don't think it's beep, the beeper. <laughs> beeper. All, all right, all right. <laughs> so, uh, so, so over the now, I've seen it again. I've not seen it four times like you have, okay. but I have seen it again. I saw it with with my my ten year old daughter, who's seen all the Marvel movies as well. Um, uh, and and so she had that same reaction, and she sort of walked out like most of us did. Stunned. Uh, we saw it Thursday night with opening night with everything else. Like all that gross. That was not with her. That I, her I just saw like last week and. There's the big end, like I this this is sort of like my crowd. Like I go to see almost every Thursday night movie with the same crowd. So I, I don't know people by face, but like we all have have done this over and over again. That was the quietest that crowd has ever oh, been in the end of a movie. It's it was like it was the baton death march walking out of that theater. I mean, it was just like everybody was just so stunned. Like what? But how to. What the <laughs> Oh, I've never seen anything
0: like it. I've never I've yeah. never experienced. Actually, there's two moments in this movie. Okay, well we I don't, I don't want to get too far ahead, but yeah, yeah. there are several moments I've
1: never seen a crowd react the way it did in a movie <laughs> like this. Sorry. Yes. And and, and we we'll, we'll talk to it as we're talking about it too. That but huge highs at the beginning. Like huge pop. Oh, and yes. then by the end it's just like everybody's just like traumatized. Yeah. For a Marvel movie. How dare you go DC on us? Come on. Oh. Uh, <laughs> all right so let's 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 dig into the movie there's no cyborgs
0: in this one kids don't worry (laughs) it's all good
1: (laughs) <laughs> oh, well, uh, well, technically there is. I mean there's, there's Nebula. Um, no. oh, we'll get into that. Oh, we'll talk so about see. that. Go ahead. All right. So our timeline is now, <laughs> release date of April 27th, 2018. Uh, the Russos directed uh, Marcus McFeely, who had written uh, most of the movies that, that they have directed. Uh, were in they were Winter Soldier, best of all. Uh, and also James Gunn actually came in and did a little bit of uh, writing on The Guardian's you know, sort of like as he's sort of the overseer of them. He kind of came in and and changed a couple things that they they had done. We'll get to that when I do it. So we, uh, we start off and already I'm annoyed (laughs) because we start off as, as Thor Ragnarok ended, we start off with Thanos has found the Asgardians. Well, by blowing up the Asgardian ships, you kind of negate almost what everything they did at the end of Thor Ragnarok. Like it's a, it's a people, not a thing. It's like, yeah, well, random plots coming your way. So hang on kids. Cause we just, we just wiped out half the people of a decimated people. Uh,
0: half, half. Yeah.
1: Half. We, we, we think, I mean, that we still don't know where Valkyrie is. We don't know. I mean, and Korg and Korg. and Korg and Meek. I mean, yeah. there's all those are, are, and we still don't know where Sif is for goodness sake. Um, uh, and so, yeah, we we start out in and and I, I like the way they start off this because I guess at one point it was him getting the was Thanos getting the Power Stone, like it was the attack of that. But we don't have any stakes in that fight aside from John C. Riley, and Glenn Close. Um, so already we start and we and the battles already happened and they have lost. Like we see Thanos on all his Thanosian glory, um, and his and the Black Order, who as I watched again are never named. Right. This is another one of my bugaboos: uh, the fact that, like, it's hard to like really get behind villains, even though, even as me, as like odd job, like the, those kind of level of things. When you don't even ever have them say their names, or, or, or nobody even like we know Ebony Maw because I believe Thanos says it once, but nobody ever says Proxima Midnight or Cull Obsidian. These are great names that Jonathan Hickman came up with, and they never say and there's never a moment where either any of them talk to each other. Right, they're only ever talking to the to the main characters, and I and I get it that it's, it's a it's it's is a this is probably a five hour movie, right? Oh, <laughs> There's exactly. only so much time you have, and they're all dead by the end of it, anyways. But come on, like give us give us something, <laughs> give us a reason to cosplay as them. I mean, come on, guys. So uh, so uh, we have we. Thanos starts out in there, and and he's giving his little speech, and. Uh, Another one of my annoyances. And I swear, I did like this movie. <laughs> I, I I really had moments that I genuinely enjoyed. There's just there's just some things that uh, that annoy me right from the start. And one of them is I don't like when aliens use human analogy. And Thanos in his opening speech uses one. He says, uh, "Let's see. I know what it's like to lose to feel. So, I have this written down. I know what it's like to lose to feel so desperately that you're right yet fall to nothing nothingness." Okay, good so far. It's frightening. Turns the legs to jelly. Hang on. You know what jelly is? They Aww. have jelly on Titan. And also, yes. you know the expression legs to jelly? Is that something they say on Titan? Well, everybody's connected. They were from a highly advanced civilization that
0: obviously knew about other things. They got I Love Lucy and everything. <laughs> Oh, come,
1: come on. on No. No, no. I do not. I, it annoys me when like, all the rest of the stuff is like, you know, dread it, run from it, Destiny rides all the same. Good, big villain kind of stuff. But legs to jelly? Come on. That's sloppy writing.
0: Oh, my God. This whole time, I'm just I'm just overwhelmed with the look of everything. I'm not paying attention <laughs> to what he's saying. He's a bad <laughs> he's guy. And he's going to kill everybody. I haven't heard what he's
1: saying. I whatever. <laughs> Okay, but I will like, say, okay, so we this is our first real uh, Thanos doing something other than sitting. Oh, that's true. And he's a badass. Like I gotta say, the thing going in, I was like, how are they gonna make Josh Brolin with a big purple face, scary and intimidating? And oh, by they God, they did. They did. Oh, they, did. He's, they really nailed Thanos. Like he is really, really like a
0: powerful character. Even if you hate him, I, you hate him. I know you talked about you were concerned about how is he gonna look with the CGI. Yes. He yes. is an incredibly well rendered cgi
1: character yeah i mean it's just really well done yes they've gotten to the point where they can actually have expressions like that that there are scenes where they cut to thanos and he has to react to something and the cgi is strong enough with their performance capture and and the and the animators and stuff that you actually can convey emotion on a big purple cgi face i mean bravo well and one of the things i liked about this is
0: there's a couple points I want to make in this, this opening scene is yes. so when he gets the, you know, we can talk about like, you know, we, so obviously he has the, he has the power stone. He gets the, yes. um, he gets the space, the space stone. Yeah,
1: down. Loki, as we saw at the end of Ragnarok, even though it was it was implied he he did steal the stone and kept it with him when Asgard fell. And and I know people were questioning about his armor because I remember
0: hearing about that, like, oh, do you have armor on and stuff. I yes. love the fact that he sheds the armor yeah. when he gets the second stone because he's like, I don't need, I
1: don't need armor now. I'm right. <laughs> I'm it. I got the stone, yeah. right? I kill all those guardians.
0: I'm fine now. E- exactly. So I loved. I mean, I just the detail, the little things like. OK, so we got to talk about Loki. So obviously, yes. Loki, Loki, uh, you know, he's he's basically uh, he's in tra- Ma has got Thor in this like metal cage or something. Yeah. And, and he's like, all right, you know, don't kill my brother. He sh- gives he gives up the Tesseract. Yeah. And um, so here's the question. What happens to Loki?
1: Well, Loki, we see, we see him actually take a uh, take a face turn in wrestling terms. Like right. it looked like he was going to be the same old Loki, selling out everybody to save his own skin. And in the last moment, he tries to be a hero and tries to do it, but nope, Thanos ain't having it, and he kills him dead. Like, he uh, does, <laughs> wait, I'm going to say this. Does he? I think he does. I, I think uh, so. There, there's a lot of the stuff that we we see death on screen. Like, and obviously this is a this is a good way to start out. Of like, well, I think Heimdall dies first, right? Oh, and then he. Th- and, oh, we should talk about Hulk. Hulk yeah, and, and Hulk gets Hulk gets his ass handed to him. And, 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 he, and, he has, and, and
0: Loki's got the great line of "We have a Hulk," which is the callback yeah. to the original Avengers. It's awesome. <laughs> yes. Hulk yeah. comes in; they think he's gonna he's gonna kick Thanos' ass, and
1: then Thanos right. manhandles him. Right. And then we see we see like Thanos at, at a at basically in uh, for those of you who played um, the. Uh, uh, Marvel universe role playing game back in the eighties. He is a class one thousand strength, uh, and we also get to see that he is a trained fighter. Yes. So we see someone who is is maybe not physically as strong as Hulk, but but up there. Like I would say, you know, because Hulk obviously can become stronger, but someone who has trained with that strength, he is a trained fighter, and you can see him, you know, basically rope a dope him. I mean, he's <laughs> he he's countering. He's like you know he's doing and he's turning the Hulk strength against him. Like he's using like you know type Titanic judo i don't know like what was what was what, is, what is dr who know what is his oh geez that's uh good. the third doctor he had yes. uh, oh i don't even remember that's a crazy uh, yeah i can't remember yeah. that's yeah, a deep pull um judo of some sort i can't remember it's it was venusian i think it's venusian right. judo that's and emile other doctor who fan going uh no i'm sorry i, I, I don't have it on the top of my head well, that was um cool. but yeah and the whole clearly gets beaten like totally beaten like without a without question like you know they're almost stand there like all right, you're going to go second round. Like I'm ready. (laughs) He's out. He's out cold. He's literally done. Yeah. And he shrinks back down and sort of like, Oh wow. And it basically runs away into banner. Right. So, so when he gets, so, so him
0: now, and I've read some stuff. People have said, Mm -hmm. um, Hemdall sends him Mm. off on the Bifrost.
1: Yes. Back to earth. Why didn't he
0: like, why didn't he send off Thanos?
1: Good question. Well, you don't send thanos to earth, but yeah, that's that's a good thing. But As I guess it doesn't a, really matter. Though, because thing that can say, then you've still got the black order yeah, there it and matter. Thanos yeah. will just come back. I mean, he's got the he's got the stone at that point, you know, so he can just doop.
0: but what I thought was interesting is that you know he sends off the Hulk and then yep. you're like, okay, we're back to this. And then and then Loki, but see here's why I wonder about Loki. He just shows up in kind of a weird place. And I really wonder if it was a projection. Hmm. Like, well, I Loki, know, but, but Thanos actually grabs him. No, I, I, and I understand. Like, and I mean, squeezes
1: him something,
0: and something. Well, no, and that's a great death scene. Like, if that yeah. is his end, it's a yeah. phenomenally well done death scene. I love when he like scrambles like, and he's got him by the neck. Yeah. And it's really well done. It's just something told me it was like, you know, I don't know. Loki, you never know.
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't know. You're right. It was Loki, you never know. But I really think that was it. I really think of, of like, of the deaths, that, and we'll see a lot of deaths, obviously, before right. it. And I believe Loki. I think anything that happens that's pr- before the snap or like not snap related. Oh, uh, it was Glenn Weldon of uh, NPR actually coined the best term for it. He called it the snapshot. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that's what I always think of that's it as. Great. So. so anything caused by the snapshot, I think, can be undone by the snapshot. But I think these deaths. Well, either or, the, I think or Loki's they... dead, dead. And I think Heimdall is dead, dead.
0: Oh, I think I think I agree with both of those. I thought one of the things I loved about the scene. Like, and this is just the, 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 just the kudos to the effects people. When, mm-hmm. Oh, so, absolutely. So when there's he, a lot go, of CGI oh, in that scene. Well, and not only that, but I mean, they're just the, the, the little detail of, he activates the, the power stone to start to destroy the remaining of the ship. Yeah. And then you see the space stone uh-huh. activate where they step into the portal and they're gone. And yep. I was just like, I mean, the, 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 movie had me right here at the beginning. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I mean, one, I'm blown away at what's just happened Two. Yeah, yeah. The just the detail is so amazing, yeah. and then obviously, okay. So, here's the thing that's obviously it, it's a throwaway line, but we should address it here is mm-hmm. so, where's the
1: other half of the Asgardians, Valkyrie and Korg? Yes, so,
0: so uh, obviously they're out there somewhere
1: later, later on. Uh, I think it's when um Thor is with Rocket Raccoon, uh, he says. Something about that. At this point, we think they're all dead, right? I mean, like at this point, like we as moviegoers think everyone, like every every Asgardian, is dead except for Thor, right? Actually, we, at this point, we might, even Thor might be dead. We don't know. Except for those of us who watch the previews. But he says, "Thanos showed up and killed half my people." And so, like the first time we go, oh, half. Okay, so there are still
0: <laughs> there and, has to be because hopefully can...
1: Valkyrie and all of them are still out there somewhere. Because, dude, they are not pulling a Ripley and a Newt. This is not an Alien 3. I, I kind of got that vibe at first. We are
0: not getting through. Oh, no. And this is not, this is the first of many Aliens references we're going to make. Right. This is we are not <laughs> oh, doing yeah, that. True. There's no way Ragnarok was for nothing.
1: <laughs> it kind of felt that way. But yeah, but I, I'm hoping that, that that is not the case. But again, we'll find out in a year. There the we fact go. they're like, we're not even going to tell you what the title is for another six months. So suck it, losers. Ah, uh, marketing people. All right. Yeah, it annoys me. Okay, so we, so then, uh, then Hulk gets, uh, the title said the point. Then, th- uh, um, we, we see, um, we cut to earth, uh, and, uh, we can see Doctor Strange and Wong. Now, I don't know how much time has passed between Doctor Strange, like chronologically, I'm not sure where we're at, like, right, uh, right. Because Doctor Strange is very clearly much more powerful than he was at the end of his movie, especially with his, um, his clothing. Yes. I, you know, I noticed that too. I did notice that the first time I watched it, but I noticed in this one he's in regular clothes street clothes, street clothes street right clothes and then as soon as uh bruce banner or actually it's the hulk at this point the hulk crashes through the sanctum sanctorum into his thing he co- he pulls the cloak to him or the cloak flies to him because obviously the cloak's got a mind of its own and the next time you turn around he's in his full outfit so he yeah. like magicked his clothes back to his full uh you know magical comertage uh ensemble
0: okay and i gotta say when when Banner, so hulk crashes through the sanctum sanctorum he's yeah. down there and as they peer in one of the best Hulk effects I've ever seen. Oh yeah. (laughs) Because it's, I mean, that is, they've gotten that and then it happens a few other times, but that scene in particular, they've gotten the whole, the whole way to show
1: banner and Hulk on another level that we've ever seen before. Yeah. And so that role is, is um, done by the silver surfer in the comics. Like that like the same I think crashing through the same line. They basically just swapped characters essentially for it. Like it's it's the Silver Surfer crashes in and says Thanos is coming. And so, um, then we cut to Tony Stark who's out for a run with Pepper. So it's like hey, they're actually either they're engaged or married. I wasn't clear on that because she has, no yeah, has right so like it did it turns out the end of homecoming he did propose to her and then she said i think i don't think they're married yet though right that's what i got that's what i got 100 percent on that right uh, but yeah but then they're having their conversation and unfortunately she she ends up fulfilling the girlfriend role in this <laughs> marvel has a problem with this uh and, and here it continues on She still she, the tony no tony you can't tony you mustn't go fight the enemy like uh, no. she can't be rescued do you need more characters for the second Part <laughs> jeez, uh, we'll we'll get into so, uh, a, a deep spoiler discussion later on because because uh, she has been well, she has uh, said something. yes she said some stuff. Yeah, so we'll talk about that sort of towards the end. Afterwards. So they
0: do mention though. Now, interesting, he mentions um the dream. Yes, he mentions the dream
1: where they have a a, a child together. Guess, of uh, my name, my daughter laughed because the that's North right, because same name and Morgan. <laughs> uh, so I think that that is doing some foreshadowing. I think that's going to end up paying off right. uh, in the next movie. Uh, yeah, and so they they. Then Stephen Strange shows up, and I love Stephen Strange and Tony Stark together. Fantastic. Ooh, my God. put this, Make a movie of those two. I love it. I love it, love it, love it. He's... Because Tony, the like, Doctor Strange, is one of the few people who does not kowtow to Tony Stark. He does not care at all. <laughs> he just does it like it's like, all right, we, I, we need you for this. Like I don't work for you. I, <laughs> I'm not on your payroll. Like- but
0: though, of course, though, that's going to happen when the other person sees you as nothing more than a carnival wizard.
1: Yes. So exactly. that actually goes together <laughs> really magic, well. magic, you show up in your yeah, exactly. The two of them, no respect for each other, both. Immensely powerful, <laughs> and could yes. care less about the other. And then, obviously, then you have um, Bruce Banner having to get caught up to speed on Civil War and everything that's happened. Uh, but then, bef- and then uh, the fact that Tony Stark has to get over himself in order to contact Steve Rogers to get the Avengers back together to fight this big threat, and he can't. Um, Wong is just standing there being awesome. Yes. <laughs> Again, if you uh, Netflix, I think uh, you've you've kind of gone as far as you can with the Defender series wong the series i'm saying oh wow come on like young wong chronicles i am here for it you
0: should you you would, that won't be that won't be a netflix that'll be in the disney paid service oh
1: that's true that would have the disney streaming service that six actually episodes, really could six be episodes yeah you know like even even uh, uh bring mordo in i mean come on oh maybe that's how ooh, right? that's interesting that would be cool I, they like lead it, you know, use them, use them as prequels to your you know, upcoming movies. Like it's a six hour promotional thing for Doctor Strange 2. I'm yeah. telling you, I'm, I'm giving you gold there here, you go. DG. Mm. You need to make more money, clearly. Uh, well, they got to so, make up for solo, dude. I got it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> never mind. Different. Now let's go on. Go on. Never mind. <laughs> They're in the red. Yeah. Um, uh so so okay so then before, before they had a chance to really get into everything that has happened then suddenly the aliens arrive um the two members of the black and once again we have thanos's worst trait which is subletting like he he always like he's like nah, i'm not gonna do it. i can do it myself but nah like once again his, his biggest thing is i'll let other people do the work for me now wait like, now didn't
0: but didn't it blow you didn't it blow you away like, okay, you're watching this movie, Hulk is showing up, strange is brought in Iron Man and they're talking about this, and you're thinking, okay, I'm just about get, getting ready to get my breath. Uh-huh. And they show up. Yes. <laughs> this was,
1: I mean, literally, I remember yeah. seeing that the first time and just going. Yeah. Like, Whoa, you know, the point where we do the big info download and like everybody gets together and they're in a room and nope. Aliens attack, <laughs> and it's about to get real. It just, it's just—it's crazy. I mean, just uh, the pacing of this movie is like nothing you've ever seen. Yeah, and then we get to, so we get to see Ebony Maw and Cull Obsidian uh, show up. Um, uh, the two characters are created by Jonathan Hickman for Infinity, which they're—they're they're the children of Thanos, but uh, they're known in the comic book as, as as two members of the Black Order. So they uh, are already incredibly dismissive of all humanity and the Stone Bearers. Like they could care—they—they they, so disdainful of everything thing that they have to do like they they know that they're on a level above anything on earth that I could so, possibly throw at them
0: but you know what's interesting okay so i, I and and obviously you know no matter what your 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 background is or stuff i will say something i found interesting in this movie and this is one of the first times it happens when ma when uh, ma is like doing his little announcement right mm-hmm. i found it amazing that this is as, as a movie that is dealing with ultimate power in the universe yes they are acknowledging there's something greater than that because even ma cause this this will come up later. We'll talk about this later with the soul stone. Ma okay. is saying, Hey, we're going to kill all of you. You are nothing to us. However, reconcile yourselves to whatever God or creator you <laughs> think is there. And I was
1: like, I was like, huh, that's interesting.
0: Like, cause if you're hmm. ma, why would you give a shit about that? Like, I mean, you know what right. I mean? Like, yeah, like, I,
1: he's he's. I, I love him. I love them using him as the high priest of Thanos. Yes, yes, <laughs> I love That's that. Exactly like, right. Let me explain to you the glory that is Thanos. Correct. And then, of course, think uh, the
0: fact that he gets the Voldemort joke in.
1: Yes, and Squidward. And Squidward, and Squidward. That was a
0: what a oh, great reference. To well, no, no. Actually, I'm sorry, I got that wrong. Did you hear that in the one? There's in, in, in the Infinity War. Okay, so it's it's Squidward. But in one of the other in one of the the versions of the movie that went overseas, he says Voldemort. Oh, okay. it's actually the translation is Voldemort because they realized yeah, if, no, you're, if even- you're if you're like in Singapore, Squid right. doesn't mean anything to you. Right. <laughs> so I thought
1: that was really funny. I thought I, that's I meant that. Yeah. Yeah, that that see that's one of those things where they were confident enough in their designs. Like, like a lot of times, the characters who are talking to a CGI thing never really talk about how the CGI character looks because the actor at the time didn't really know. Like they right. usually were figuring it out. But Marvel's good enough that they probably went, "This is what he's going to look like. This is what we're looking at." And then and then the writers or Robert Downey Jr. were able to see that long enough to be, be able to make a joke like that. That's amazing. That is that is a twenty first century high level joke. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh my God! No, completely. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Not- Kudos to that. So I don't know, uh, uh, you know, go team effort, I guess. But, and then launches into one of the best fight sequences all. In, in all of Marvel. Like, it is amazing. Like, it's all CGI. I mean, like, I, there's probably barely a person there, but like, Ma using his telekinesis like throwing stuff around whipping people back, back and forth and like it's it's the, the capture the ball but the ball is Doctor Strange so it's that and, you know it's and then finding out that he has a spell on the stone there's storytelling going on here and then it's Iron Man and they, they're using the portals really cool oh, like the whole back and forth the whole be way better. That, with, with with Banner yeah. and
0: his um, gamma ectile yes. function <laughs> whatever you want to call it that uh, is uh, just awesome,
1: right? That the Hulk won't show up. Oh, but, but no. I mean, it's like the guy—you're kind of embarrassing me. In oh front of the my god! <laughs> I mean, it just—you know—I mean,
0: seriously. Again, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, if you went in, this is what I mean. Like, it's not a movie because if you just went yeah. off the street, you had never yeah. seen these other movies. You're sitting there and going, "What the hell is going on?" If you've invested <laughs> it all in any of these other 18 movies. You're sitting there, just just
1: giddy with it, with joy. Yes, yes, and and, and this is okay. So this is where um, I, I will give the writers kudos. I think when when they have to get into the really really heavy, uh, you know, uh, creating villain kind of stuff, eh, things get a little dicey. But like when they have the heroes together, people were complaining that that everybody's just their stereotype. And it was like, you like, okay? Like I'm fine with that. Yeah. Like we know what we're starting. Like. But th- when they get the heroes together boy do they make it work like man like like and interactions you would never really expect and stuff too like any any combination of any heroes together on screen is great in this movie but you know but uh, oh, okay but wait. I, 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 do we, may, well maybe maybe there's some stuff in Wakanda I wish they would done more with but you know by that point we're in third act and we have to keep running
0: okay but wait really funny though i mean a, and just at this moment this happens in the movie one of the best examples is this and not with one of the t- certainly not with one of the top tier characters ned's 18 second cameo in this movie on that school bus. Oh, right. (laughs) It's so perfect. So good. So Ned. Yes. And you're just like, I I mean, seriously, and what, what what do you think he got paid for that?
1: I I don't know. Scale? because (laughs) I mean, what would Marvel really give him? I mean, he's under contract. I mean, it's it's so awesome though, but it's such one day of work, but it's so perfect. It is perfect. It is absolutely perfect. And it's, it's so, it's so him. It's so them. Like it's, it's like, it's, that's the thing about they're, – they're sort of – you have to weave in and out of movies. So Like we're in a Doctor Strange movie, then we're in an Iron Man movie, then we're in a Spider-Man yes, movie. Yes. And it's like – and the tone changes a little bit as you go between each one of them. Uh, and, and one of the best transitions of all is coming up too, for to, switching from one movie to another. But the, there's – I think one of the biggest pops in the movie – uh, with the with the audience, uh, I, I say I'm using wrestling terms again. Pop is like the is is like when something happens and, and the whole audience goes, "Wow, I love this!" Yeah, um, I love this. By the way, I think this is. Yeah. <laughs> but they're they're in the they're having the fight scene and like things are things are not looking great for our heroes. They've they've divvied up and and Callum city is about to pretty much destroy Iron Man, and suddenly his 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 uh, weapon, his hook, stops. And then Spider-Man oh peeks around God. and the audience went insane. It was, it like, was off like, the chart. It's like, Iron Man and Spider-Man and Roger strange all the streets at the same time. Like It was just like, it was perfect. And Spider-Man is great in that scene too. I mean, once again, he's full CGI at that point too. So it's like three CGI characters bouncing around. And it was great fight choreography, great the way they do it. It's just like sitting back going, I've always wanted to see this and now I'm getting to see it. But haven't you, and, and
0: aren't you impressed if you're a Spider-Man fan? the beauty of this portrayal of the character is his total innocence and his naivete. And it's, it's wow, dude, this is beyond anything we've ever experienced as a human. And you still just got like, Hey, Mr. Stark, Uh I got this guy and I'll just do this over here. Okay. I got it.
1: You're just like, oh my God, dude. Yeah. It is, it is such a great, I I said this, I said this when we did the uh, homecoming episode too. It is such a new version of Spider-Man that feels like that's the way it's always been. Yes. It's, I I liken it to Heath Ledger's Joker, which is different from every Joker we've seen, but you're like, oh no, that that's absolutely the Joker. And the same thing here, it's, it's, oh, that's absolutely Spider-Man. He's different than every, like, we've seen a lot of Spider-Man. He's different from all of them, and he's exactly Spider-Man. But you also get the
0: idea of, though, I think the brilliance of this story is, is that if he wasn't a young kid who didn't realize the enormity of his situation, he, mm-hmm. wouldn't, he wouldn't, this wouldn't work out. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you need that. Like, Stark, you know what I mean, here's Stark, an old guy who's just like, holy crap, this is serious, right? Like, I don't know if we're going to make it through this. And like, you know, and then this leads in, obviously, I think one of the, even the, we're just one of the more, again, bring to your feet scenes mm-hmm. is when they, boom, they get, they get strange and they're going up into the sky and, you know, p- 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 Spider-Man is on there and Iron Man's on his way. And it just. That just the the connection of all of these characters. I don't understand how you've ever seen anything like this ever done on screen.
1: Yeah, it's just, and, it's yeah, just then perfect. We, then we have the the they 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 manage to kidnap Doctor Strange and they take they don't take. I'm trying to know how the how the cloak ends up getting there. Oh, the cloak keeps that part. Him. Co- the cloak. Yeah, that's off. right. The cloak follows the... him right into the ship. Yeah,
0: because oh, yeah. it hey, and it hides out. It's smart enough to hide out. In that's, the right.
1: Ship. that's right. Like, cause that's right. Because that's right. Because Iron Man shows up later. It's in there. So yeah. So then Iron Man uh, is like, I'm going after this thing, and he tries to get Peter out of there, puts him in the new Iron Spider armor, and then phew, sends him home. And Peter says, uh, "Nope." <laughs> now, so, okay, so when the Iron Spider <laughs> so comes so our audience, and I'm sure same
0: as yours, when, oh, yeah, yeah. when it pops out and it's the Iron Spider Iron Spider outfit, uh huh. It, people
1: flipped. Yeah, so, it looks so cool. I, I mean, mean, later on you see the the extra arms and stuff too, which is right straight out of the comic books. This actually that actually happened during Civil War. Um, uh, Tony Stark made a suit for Iron Man. I mean, it made, it made a suit for Spider Man that looked like Iron Man's. It didn't. It didn't look exactly like this, but it had all the same sort of bells and whistles, and then uh, the the extra legs that popped out of the back and stuff too. So that's that's straight out of the comics. So big surprise on this, just for
0: you know people follow people who followed the comic books and and mm-hmm. obviously with Iron Man. So one of the things that shocked me immediately was when you saw the trailers of this and you saw the the Iron Man suit sort of transforming around him. Yeah, I honestly had assumed it was because they had connected with the Wakandans. Oh, and he had had this was some sort of hybrid Iron Man vibranium armor.
1: Yeah, I, I'm
0: amazed that they didn't even know this is no. the whole suit. Like I thought this was interesting, you know, because what is it the suit? What's the suit called when when it's actually in his bones? Oh, yeah. The extremists. Yeah. So extremists. So yeah. it's not that. It's actually contained now in
1: the reactor again, which he's yes. now gotten gotten back. back his chest. It's, wear, it's something he wears as opposed to something that's surgically embedded in him. But yeah, it comes out of that now. But I thought that was interesting. I just thought, I mean, just that and the whole way, leaving the iron spider suit. I mean, just all of it. It's yeah. Just- yeah, nothing. His new bleeding edge suit. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. It's, it's more like, hey, they're thinking along the same lines. <laughs> they're like, hey, maybe we should have the suit that just comes out, and you know, we can go back and forth.
0: Well, it makes you it makes you even more crazier, which we'll talk at <laughs> the end about. Okay, once Tony Stark does meet with Shuri, if Shuri's still around, right?
1: Wow, yeah. that's gonna
0: be some stuff. I, exactly. Right. Like
1: that's the thing. We, well, we'll get to, we'll get to that when we get to Wakanda. So yeah. they end up uh, on the ship, and so it's Doctor Strange kidnapped uh, by Ebony Maw. Uh, Club Obsidian is in Antarctica, and he only got one arm. I believe (laughs) they might have beamed him back at at that by the point he gets on the ship because he does show up later even though we don't don't find out how he is there there you go there's another uh Hour long special <laughs> call obsidian's uh, an arctic adventure. Oh yeah, <laughs> or it's like maybe they send him to Alaska and he just wanders into a small Alaska town. Well, no, wait, and, he's but he's not on the ship. He's no, he's not. On, we don't see him on the ship, but he does show up later. So maybe he's just chilling out. Literally, So proximal midnight.
0: Proxima midnight goes to pick him up at yeah, some point. Yeah, yeah exactly.
1: Yeah. And he shows yeah. back up because yeah, there's there's a little bit of like the Black Order moving around that we don't really see. Right, um, right, right. Uh, Okay, so then there, so then it's an, an Iron Man and Spider Man are have stowed away on the ship as it's flying off and then we and this is so this is one of my favorite things so they're heading off into space uh this is where this is where we get the uh pepper pots telephone call no right. Tony, please come home oh yeah i hate when they do that um uh, and then and then uh transition and the music and then needle drop the music starts playing <laughs> I know, yes. And, 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 like, and the whole audience goes, oh. <laughs> and then the title card, Space. And then there are the Guardians of the Galaxy listening no, wait. to uh, a Rubber Band.
0: No, wait, does that. So wait, oh, because I had. Okay, so Scotland doesn't happen before that. No. Oh, uh, that's uh, right
1: in you... my notes, at least. Yeah, yeah okay. Gotcha. Uh, yeah because this cuz they they go off and then this is where this is where they uh they're answering the distress call. That's right. Uh, and obviously this is this is Guardian these are the, the these guardians have been together for 3 or 4 years at this point. Um so there are they all can now understand Groot. Uh who's now a teenager, a sullen teenager, uh who with a foul mouth apparently. So they're and you know, and and I like that they, they sort of make some jokes about the fact that uh, uh, Peter Quill is a little heavier than he was before. He yeah, sort of just got sort of into domestic life a little bit, and he's you have no finger. idea
0: how much how funny I thought that was. <laughs> um, just the whole, I mean, well, okay, I mean, they get Thor. He's laying there. She's like everyone's going nuts about what was Drax like. He's like yeah. as if like an angel this and is, like a pirate, yeah, yeah. right? Had <laughs> a, had a baby. <laughs> it, it, it's amazing humor, but the whole sequence of Rocket's like, dude, you're one sandwich away from being fat, right? Yeah. And Star Wars <laughs> like, dude, what? And she's like, oh, look at his muscles. And he's like, that's it. I'm going to get a Bowflex. I'm going to commit. <laughs> it's just
1: amazing. <laughs> that's great. Like, And and again, like Drax is, is, is full on weird of this. And I loved him more than I did in Guardians 2. Like, I really yes. liked this Drax much more than than I the Guardians guys volume 2. And obviously, the, those of you who wonder my problems with Drax in volume 2, go listen to the episode because I go into a lot of detail about it. But I, I really like him in this. He's he's really funny and really weird. And that's exactly how I like Drax to be. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so then we get to see that. And then again, uh, who would have thought, like, first of all, that this Thor, like instantly Thor's already flirting with, you know, um, with Gamora, even <laughs> it's just I think for him it's just an instinct. Like, hey, pretty girl, I'm gonna start flirting with her. Exactly. I don't think he really means means it. But you know, Star Lord obviously is getting all banached <laughs> sure about it. Rocket becomes the captain <laughs> just because Thor assumes he is. So you know what? That whole so so
0: that whole scene, when I first saw it the first time, I was a little and, and this is this is I think this is a really amazing part of Peter Gunn because Okay, you can't get over how this the tone of this movie changes again.
1: Yes, into Guardians
0: of the Galaxy. right? Yes,
1: right, exactly. That's the, like we were talking about before. This is a huge shift into a different genre, almost a movie. But but I'll tell you what's
0: what blew me away about the scene was is when okay, so Rocket basically they th- this is where the the, the storylines separate. Yes, Rocket and and Raccoon or I mean Rocket and uh, and Groot are going to go with Thor to go to the place to get the so, new. Yeah, um, he
1: needs a new. He needs a new weapon. to kill weapon. Thanos.
0: And I gotta say, the first time I saw it, I was like, Well, wait a minute. They just went through Guardians Volume Two, their relationship's a lot better. Wow, they seem like kind of assholes to each other <laughs> between yeah. Star Lord and Rocket. And I was like, Well, this is kind of lame. What the heck happened? The second, third, and fourth time I saw it, there is a nuance in that whole sequence. They're not, they're not being assholes to each no. other. No. They're actually like, look, we we gotta do this. You you you're the weapon. Yeah, you're into this. You go do what you got to do. I'm gonna do what I got to do. We're yeah.
1: gonna be fine. Yeah, I, I, that's what I think. there's there's a there's a level of trust now at this point. Yes. Where he's like, I'm gonna go off with this guy, do this thing, and they're and they're sort of like, okay, like there's not even like like no. Listen, you have to listen to what I say. Yeah. No, and it's not even just okay. It's yeah. You know what? You you're
0: gonna you're you're good. Right. I trust you. Yeah. You're gonna be fine. I'm gonna be fine, and we're gonna meet up later down the road. Yeah. Like, and they give each other crap, but yeah, of course they would. Oh, it's, I mean, but it's, and I mean, I'll tell you this again. I hate to harp. I hate to just <laughs> gush over CGI. <laughs> You've made an animated raccoon. Yes.
1: yes. Who can ex- emote?
0: Who can emote with, tr- with, with literally a look of trust in his
1: face. Yeah. That's insane. Right. I, and that's the thing is, as we're talking about all this stuff, like I look at the black order and because they're like people, people, you kind of go, eh, CGI. Oh, that's pretty good. Oh, that's all right. I never think about rocket as being a CGI creature. Yeah. I never think about it. I mean like I know in my head, I know that Sean Gunn portrays a character and he's been a leotard and he's got, you know, knee pads and he's on set doing all the stuff. And I know that Bradley comes in later and records that. I like I know all that stuff. But on screen, I never think about it. It's amazing. It's, it's so good what they do with him. Yeah, it's awesome. So they they make their plans and they go off. Like one's going to go to get the Reality Stone from the collector, and the other ones are going to go to with Thor uh, to go make a, a new weapon to try and be able to kill Thanos. And now we cut back to Scotland, where we see uh, Vision and uh, Wanda are a a cozy little couple, and somehow Vision has learned to turn himself to look human. I guess which which you know that does. I mean, honestly.
0: Yeah, he can do whatever. He yeah, I mean, I sure, sure. I guess he, he can
1: control his density. I guess he can control, like, so his physical thing. Is well, it's it now? I mean, now let's keep this a family show. <laughs> I guess so. He, he can create, he create hair. I mean, so he can create. You know, so I guess he can. You know, artificial skin. I, uh, okay. You had me a density. <laughs> <laughs> I one I, again of all the stuff. It's sort of like yeah, okay. Like I'm not emotionally invested in Vision and Wanda at all. It's like okay, they find they're a little couple. There are lots of couples that I, I ship in the Marvel universe, and they are exactly. things that I want to see together. Uh, and, and although the, people, this, no, but care this, about them,
0: but this is, has history in the comic book because they have kids, right, in the comic books.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, there's been a long-standing thing of them in the comics. They were a, a couple for a long, long, long time. They had kids. It was it was a whole thing, and that that lasted through most of the 80s and 90s. And I think that he got destroyed and then she went crazy and yeah well you know these things happen
0: but you know another great example of the pacing like okay so you're you're in this scene you're like oh they have a relationship mm-hmm. and it's not too long it's it, it you i mean you barely skip a beat in the story mm-hmm. they're outside and i gotta tell you when they're looking at the tv you know the tv in the window yeah when when he gets stabbed uh-huh. i jump all four times i'm not ready for it any of the times i've seen this movie yeah, it is, it
1: is that is a very well done jump scare. You know, like that it's just in the middle of like they're just this nice quiet walking through Scotland, having yes! a good time, and then stabbed to the chest. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> ah! yeah. So then we see Proxima Midnight and Corvus Glave. Again, two fantastic names. Bravo, That's Jonathan Hickman. Um yeah. And yeah, Corvus doesn't get a last off too, but he's the guy with the spear. Um, and they're here to get the mind zone, and I gotta say, they are good at their job. Like, <laughs> they come really freaking close a lot of the oh, times. Yeah. Uh, you know, they almost have it uh, pried out of his head when this stuff shows up. So then they... Then you could see Wanda is really cutting loose, and then you know Vision is having problems now because he's been stabbed and he doesn't know why. And um, so they're fighting and fighting, and fighting. And then I gotta say the biggest pop of the movie happens. Absolutely, <laughs> they get they're fighting into the train station and the tra- and and, this, and I say I went and saw I, I saw it opening night obviously, and then I saw it again a couple weeks ago, and it was at the same time while well, Solo was out and everything. Basically, no one was in the theater. It was like five people in the theater, you know, um, on, a, on a on a on a Wednesday morning. So. Um, and the train's going by, and you see a figure, and it goes by, and it's in the shadow, and she throws a spear, and he grabs it and steps out, and it's Captain America, and everybody went insane! Crazy, like, crazy. And I saw it in the theater with five people, and all five people went, yeah! <laughs> it is such a great moment. Yeah,
0: excellent. One of the best character reveals I think I've seen Yeah, in a long time. Just, uh, yeah, I mean, in
1: terms of good guy, in terms of hero
0: character yes. reveal,
1: yes. it's just really well done. Yeah, and so you know, there's Captain America there. And then it's then all of a sudden there's there's Falcon and there's uh, I mean like one by like all of, all like his whole team like boom 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 like all of them showing up to to help in the fight. Black Widow and um and then they have their their confrontation with the two another a small a smaller action scene but a great a great action scene in there. Well, too. And, I, and
0: you know what I read I read some people a little miffed at like oh well how does how does Falcon and Black Widow able to hold their own against these guys you know what it's it's i've been trained I, against like, all exactly guys. i mean and she's got the crazy like energy sticks or whatever right like, i have no
1: issues with that yes they they got it by surprise it, yeah it's yeah. all good yeah i mean surprise. if it was a weightlifting competition all right yeah sure yeah. but yeah in this situation i think i think i want i think um natasha can handle just about any physical opponent right? exactly. to That now they're gonna shoot her with energy or they're gonna you know throw a moon at her okay <laughs> yeah totally. i got it there but like hand to hand yeah i think she could hold her own with just about anybody out there on this planet or any other
0: exactly
1: so then uh we, we go from there and then they realize that they sort of have to come in from the cold so they go to avengers mansion where <laughs> only roadie is there roadie's <laughs> there however though i'll tell Rhodey's you though
0: down the fort so holding down the fort having a crazy hologram conference call <laughs> yeah. with secretary ross and i gotta say this I mean, if you, if you if you've been along for the ten year ride, yes, that is
1: amazing that he is still that they have him still in the narrative. Yes, that is that is very true. The fact that they that the the one remaining link from Incredible Hulk. Yes, I think everything that's cool. else they've dropped everything else. Okay, but I gotta say this scene is a huge wasted opportunity. It's moving pieces around, and I get that. However, you have Bruce Banner and General Ross in the same scene, and you don't have them interact. Oh, wow. Wow, was that a huge missed opportunity. Well, even but you just, know what? Though? Even, even all he needed was a look of him, like, uh, as they're having a conversation with Rhodes, and, like, as he's about to turn the call, he turns around and sees Bruce Banner walks in. He's like, you you got the... And then they cut it, like, right then. Like, oh, that, oh, come on. Like, oh, that's like, fantastic. You know right? what? I hadn't thought of that. Well, even, That's the yeah. easy way to do it. I mean... And then, and then the fact that there's like – even though I do not subscribe to the Bruce Banner, Natasha romance, don't buy it. Never never bought it. Well they, they the kind fact of, that they're, they're now reunited after this time and it's like, hey, hey, sup, sup.
0: They did uh, acknowledge that though. I thought the Falcon yeah. hole, this is awkward, was pretty awesome.
1: I mean that was well done. Yeah, it was good. But it's sort of like, really, that's all you're going to do after all? I mean like maybe it's, maybe it's, it's their – the filmmaker's way of saying, yeah – we're not down for this relationship either. <laughs> and for that. Okay. That's great though. Know. No, that's an interesting point
0: about Ross though. Yeah. Well, he yeah. stayed, in the, he stayed in the background. They didn't want anyone to know that he was back. Who I guess. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so we get into the conversation where they do the, this is the quick catch up, the, the, the big breath. Yes. Uh,
1: you address where is ant-man where's hawkeye yeah right so they apparently they took pleas they basically said they after after all the stuff in civil war they went all right look i i didn't sign i'm just going to retire so hawkeye retires to the farm ant-man retires to goes on house arrest and i think that will pick up that thread um in uh, ant-man and the wasp which comes and, out in july
0: and let's make sure uh, we make a note of this because i'm going to make a big deal about this at the end of, at, when we get to the end of the movie okay
1: <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I, my, my theory is that it's going to be set beforehand but I don't know we'll see correct yes yeah, well, it'll be set before the events of Infinity War um, they start making their plans they realize okay we have to destroy the Mind Stone how can we do it without killing Vision and it's like oh man we really need some big brains on this and that's when Captain America's like I think I know someone who could help us. Awesome. <laughs> and that's when, that's again, another great, you know, as much as the one to transition to Guardians was, where they start playing the 70s rock, uh, you hear the drums. And it's like all of a sudden, everybody who knows goes. oh, I know going to Wakanda. Yeah, uh, the fact that you have visual cues—I mean,
0: that—it's just—it's the equivalent. I mean, that's the equivalent of the Imperial March. Yeah, in a scene now, like you just—it's just
1: fantastic. Yeah, the the drums are playing and stuff, and then they—they're—they're flying to Wakanda. Um, I think I'm trying to remember. There's like uh, my notes don't have it, but I think this is where they cut to Wakanda. And it's just them getting uh, Bucky, Bucky back yeah, in Bucky. action, and get, so that, getting, him his his awesome right, giving him his arm, his brand new arm and stuff too, and getting. Right. Where's the fight? It's coming to us and stuff to it. so it's like you know, it's like okay, that's where we're going. We're not there yet, but that's where we're going. So meanwhile, back on uh, uh, Thanos' ship, um, we have uh, Maw is torturing uh, Doctor Strange. So, you know, and then we have – that's where Iron Man finds out Spider-Man has stowed away uh, and, the, and the cape is there. So it's like the three of them are <laughs> – they're the team who's going to try and take down law. And that's where you, you have the, our first of our first official Aliens reference. <laughs> is this really old movie called Aliens? Were <laughs> they going to blow out the, the – which I thought was I, – I, was, I, I got it. I was like, oh, okay. Aliens is one of my favorite movies. Like what is he referring to? And then of course blow out the airlocks like oh right well you <laughs> so know I why move. because I, I
0: have a note here because when he said that i immediately thought of the i'm sorry to bring this movie up <laughs> alien resurrection oh yes and when she kills the 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 uh queen the new hybrid human alien spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> it's a different type of blow the airlock death <laughs> oh, and i so sat pretty. there and went wait they're not gonna do
1: that are they because <laughs> That's, oh, yeah, that's right just that's rips, terrifying rips her, rips her innards out yes! the back, right? yeah so anyway all right so they yeah. did it. good so that okay so then uh they they managed to to free strange and then and then make their plan like okay well we could go home or we could go fight thanos on his home turf and so i think tony is already in his um uh martyr mindset at this point i think like he's like <laughs> I'm going to be the guy. I'm going to save Earth. I'm going to sacrifice myself. I'm going to be the guy. I didn't want the boy with me. Right. He, yes, exactly. I don't care about the wizard, but he's got what I, what they, what Thanos wants. So this is my way of I'm going to I'm going to do what I tried to do with the nuclear weapon. I'm going to I'm going to take one for the team, take this guy out and then not go home. But great development, though. Yeah, I, I'll tell this. that's, that's a huge one, thing for, for Tony, well, 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 Tony Stark.
0: But I got to tell you, I've never seen two characters, Strange and Tony. Uh-huh. The the, the 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 relationship
1: arc this movie has for the two of them yes. is amazing. Yes. Because – the, I'd say that I, I think there's only four characters in this – five. I'll say f- – well, i us say four. Four characters who actually have an arc in this. Yes, correct. There they are two of them. So, yeah. So, they, they make their plan. They're going to go with it. Uh, and then, and then okay, yeah there's that thing of – uh I, where, where I like where uh, uh, Tony officially makes Spider-Man an Avenger. I thought that was great.
0: Oh, Yes. If you were if you were a fifteen year old girl in this moment, you would be
1: scream. So uh, so then uh, we the other half of the Guardians show up on nowhere, uh, and we have them like, going and they're going to try and sneak up on uh, Thanos. And there's, there's some great Guardians. It's very. That's the thing is it feels very Guardians in the stuff oh, and how they really? don't really work well together. <laughs> they don't listen to each other very well. They're, they're, a, they're a family, not a team. <laughs> right. Um, and they, they're, they're listening to this conversation. Now, so that what, we, what we find out is that he, they're too late, essentially, that he already has the reality stone. And I kind of got the impression that he was playing back how it had happened. Like he knew they were there. And so he was like, you know, basically putting on a show, he was like doing a 3D recreation of what happened when he arrived there three hours earlier. Exactly. Oh yeah. No, I have to he say though, really well done. This yeah, becomes a big video game, which they don't realize that they're playing.
0: But, but really well done to the point that when Gamora takes him on, i certainly was like, Whoa, wait, what, what just happened? Right. Yeah. Like it's, it's just, it's well played out. To where you're like, okay, I know this probably isn't real, but boy, this is looks real to me. Like they just they did a really nice job, and it's and it and it develops the Thanos character in a way that is going to pay off, I think, a lot later on. Yeah, absolutely. I mean,
1: it, this is one of the things that James Gunn actually changed. So they originally they brought they, they you know, like I said he is the custodian of the Guardians because he's about to do another movie, and also he's kind of in the Joss Whedon role for the Phase One, right. They're kind of run stuff by him at this point. He is sort of one of the guys who's the architect who's sort of um, guiding how things are, are going. So they, so he, they came to them and they said, "Here's what. Here's the scene. Like they, uh, it happens just like this. Gamora's there. She, they, Thanos is uh, forcing his hand. Come on, do it, do it." And he refuses to pull the trigger. And James Gunn said, "No, he would." At that moment, what she wanted, what they had talked about. Yeah, because they had that big moment. Peter Quill right. actually would pull the trigger on her. Right, and they're like, oh, okay, all right. If you think so, and they rewrote it so that he actually does, he does try and do it. He does try and kill her. He does try and pull. The, he does pull the trigger, even though Thanos had already anticipated that. And it actually changes a little bit of the Thanos Peter Quill relationship too, because he's like, huh, how about that? Right, a <laughs> boyfriend if we, actually would do it. He's like, you know, in, in Thanos' weird, sick, you know, fatherly way. He's kind of like, all right, I'll well, it one, I'll give the boy some points.
0: It gives you a reason why Thanos doesn't kill him. Yes, and two. If we really want to make Star-Lord
1: a softy, we could do that later on in the movie. <laughs> and, and and they'll try. They will yes. try. Um, okay. So <laughs> this is one of the things where he has, okay, he has a reality stone, and clearly he's already a master at it, which basically looks makes Malekith look like a punk. <laughs> Malekith was like aligning worlds to release his people or something. Meanwhile, <laughs> within... Yeah, maybe an hour let's say that he's had the reality stone he's turning people into paper squiggles and chomping them into bits and rewriting reality you know rewriting whole scenes and it's <laughs> like wow he really i didn't know that the ether could do that because it yeah. never has done that before but okay <laughs> awesome <laughs> but all right that's like it's it makes it you know visually interesting and stuff too he's actually doing this stuff but you know thanos is uh he's 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 getting creative interesting and interesting the 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 you know the first time i
0: saw this i didn't really i found the gamora thanos relationship yeah I, I i was just too overblown by what i was seeing on screen yeah second third time i saw it you're like wow i mean there's obviously there's hurt and there's and there is affection in a weird way and there's yes you know sadness and not, and, and the affection isn't just because he's not a monster it's because you could be something else yes like there's, and, and and i have a big theory which we will get into later about why that is but yeah it just, I thought, I think this this whole scene really great in terms of the characters of Star Lord, Gamora, and Thanos. Like you don't, you you, this is not a throwaway scene. This scene has major, it, it majorly stocks the story later on in the movie.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This and then, and these are the other two. So I think these are the two uh, of the. They have actually legit character arcs. You know, changing, learning, growing throughout the course of this movie. Gotcha. Uh, and, and really and 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 uh, I I give them a lot of credit. They had this was the thing that all of us were like, oh man, are you really gonna be able to pull this off? Because this was the crux of it, because we've all known this story from Nebula's perspective and from Gamora's perspective. We never really heard about it from Thanos' perspective or how they would interact with each other. Right. And there's still a, a, a lot of big gaps that do it. Like you know, obviously we we see a lot of how he feels about Gamora versus how she feels about him. We don't really get an insight into why he hates or dismisses Nebula so much. Right. Like, what is it about her that pisses him off so much that he just would willingly torture her over and over and over again? Except he's you know obviously he's he's psychotic, but you know he also has this other part too. Like knowing if he loves Gamora and his weird you know uh i want to train you to kill lots of people way why does he intentionally do something that hurts someone that she cares about but
0: well, it's okay. that it's that weird abuser tough love kind nebula, of nebula but i'll tell you this though nebula is a creation to him gamora is a daughter hmm. okay
1: that's what I would go with, and 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 he, and yet he's king of the subcontractors. He's which we see.
0: Well, that's true. <laughs> which this leads though, So this this leads to this leads pretty closely into this the scene on the ship where she finds out Nebula is there, right?
1: Yes. Okay. Yes, I think that that's where. Uh, let's see. Well, we're not quite there yet. Cause I think okay. we're gonna. Yeah, we're going to. Uh, yes. Uh, we're now we're headed to Nidaviler. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah, get in the ballpark. I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah, because we meet, uh, and this was a, a, one of the big secrets of the movie is the fact they like they actually had um, that that uh, Dinklage, Peter Dinklage from right. Game of Thrones, and lots of other stuff too. But. Bromley from Game of Thrones, he's known for, uh, was in this movie, and no one knew who he was. right? And even like the trailer came out, and it was like, oh man, they revealed the poster right after the trailer came out, and his name was on it. And we're like, he's not even in the trailer. Like, who the hell is he going to play? The theory was there's a fan character – there's a character who's a fan favorite named Pip the Troll, uh, who's very cosmically uh, connected to all of this stuff and friends with Star-Lord. They thought that was – clear that's who he's going to be. But no, they found a different bar for him. The dwarf – let's see tree I think yeah. that's how I pronounce it. Um, and he's a giant, right? <laughs> I just love that. Like they got the, uh, the smallest actor they have, and he's the biggest of all of them. There was quite a chuckle in our audience every time I've seen
0: it. Quite a chuckle when he goes on the screen and you realize he's big.
1: Yeah, that was great. I like mean, a fun thing to do. And we find out uh, all this history about he's the one who made the Infinity Gauntlet, and all these people got killed, and his hands got all dumped in the forge, and stuff so too. now so doesn't Orr now wants to make a new weapon. Now doesn't that now that is weird though. Because it really puts
0: the one post-credit scene in one of the other movies where where where, um, Thanos pulls the gauntlet out of his little like bread box in the yes. wall. Yeah, that and and
1: plus and and the gauntlet is seen in one of the Thor movies too, right? Yes, but that 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 was revealed to be a fake because uh, oh, okay. it was it's in the it's in the. Th- the first Thor movie, as they're walking through, uh, then in um, Thor Ragnarok, uh, when right, Hela is right. walking through it, she's like fake and knocks fake. it over. Got There's it. Their their way of like retconning it. Gotcha. Um, but yes, you're right. The end of uh, Age of Ultron, Avengers Age of Ultron. He goes, I don't do it myself. But that scene, as we know, you have no idea when it scenes, happened. Yeah, exactly. That could have happened after this. like right. the, He had already had the gauntlet made. It could have right. been six months. I mean, how long has Thor has it been since Thor has been on? You know. Right niddle fine whatever i mean this this could have taken that could have taken place anywhere during let's say loki's reign right because that was when everything was in chaos makes it oh that
0: makes sense that makes tons of tons of sense
1: there you go there's my no prize you
0: did it you got it (laughs) all
1: right so he's got he wants to make a new weapon called Stormbreaker, which uh marvel fans will know is eventually the hammer of beta Ray bill so that actually has some some comic book history as well uh, let's, see. Do, let's see I think they oh yeah they actually, they actually do it at this point so they actually do it there's that great thing of them <laughs> Thor like using rocket ship to try and restart the thing and having to hold it open as he's blasted with solar radiation And uh, could you
0: have believed okay I thought this at this point I couldn't believe what a great duo Thor and Rocket
1: oh, make. Oh my God. I would have never have put them together. Like if I was pairing off characters. And yet yeah. they're absolutely amazing. There's that great scene where they're in the ship and Rocket goes, oh, God, now I got to be the captain because he realizes that Thor is really upset about something and he has to like, he has to be the one to talk to him, which is, a, again, a huge a character evolution for Rocket from when we see him. Like, this is directly from Guardians Volume 2 where, like, where yes. he had a, like his genuine emotional moment of like, I'm a part of this, I'm a part of this family and they're they're here for me and I'm here for them where he's like, he goes out of his way to be like, okay, I got to be the one to talk to him because this guy wants to talk. I'm going to be the one he's going to talk Talk to whoa! The, no, the character, <laughs> the, the character. From the first time we meet Rocket to now, that's a huge, no, huge, huge amount of huge.
0: But also, but also, never, never make sure you wash the eyeball that Rocket. Yeah, does. right.
1: <laughs> Always wash the eyeball. I wash anything that <laughs> Rocket. know I, I did. I'll tell you though, I love
0: this when they're when they're doing the whole together where they're kickstarting the star. Yeah. Um, I was like, wow, just what a great duo. I mean, it's just we just worked out great, and yeah. it makes you want to see in the future. Like, I really, even though, well, will depend on what happens with Groot. Yeah. You almost want to see like the adult group. Like, I mean, I just <laughs> I want to see where this goes. Oh, I'm- and
1: I have a, yeah, I'll have a, I have a note on that too. There's a, James kind also went on Twitter just to break people's hearts. There's a little piece that he added that later on that I'll have to, yeah, that's that, it's a, a sort of an off, not an off screen, but, uh, right. Uh, you'd have to, you'd have to know to know. Um, all right, so then we, we come back to Earth and there, and now we really get to Wakanda. So we have the first meeting and, and uh, <laughs> Rhodey uh, teasing <laughs> Bruce Banner, getting <laughs> him to bow to T'Challa. That was great. Um, uh, and then having all that. And uh, my next complaint about this movie, not enough Shuri. <laughs> oh, Shuri no, was one of the greatest parts of Black Panther. There's not enough for it. I would just like watch a half hour of just her and, and Bruce Banner talking to each other yes. about science stuff.
0: I hope we get that.
1: And I hope. I hope it, 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 her talking to Tony Stark too. And and oh my God, Shuri and Peter! Please, for God's sakes, bring Peter back and put him in the same room as Shuri. No, I, I, see, that's each the beauty other. of
0: this, though. The idea that you, you, you already have gotten such great interactions, and you so want to see others. Yes, and well, and and we're going to see ones
1: that we didn't know we wanted. Right. Uh, and, the, and and Bucky, and so there is a, there's a there's a bit of fan backlash that Bucky shows up. And Cap's like, hey, you ready to get back in the fight? Yeah, it's like uh, like another 100 year old man ready to fight or something like that and they sort of embraced stuff too and it was like this, that's it? After everything you went through, that's it? And I was like, I don't think that's the first time they've seen each other. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that Cap – I mean like he's – Cap is very casual in Wakanda. We know he was there to drop him off and they've had that interaction there too. I think that when Bucky probably first came out and woke up, I think Cap was there. But like I think he was – he's been – he's come to visit him a couple of times and Bucky's just cool living in Wakanda and Cap's like, great.
0: Well, and, and honestly, I mean, here's the other two things I would say is one, okay. Bucky's had his entire brain. We re- rewired. Yes. Yeah. And two cap knows. I mean, I would love to get some coffee with you right now, but right now the fate of the universe is at stake. Yeah. So we kind of <laughs> gonna have to do
1: this later. Like, <laughs> like all right, let's get to work. Yeah. They, I think that's, that's pretty much it. They just have their reaction there and they, and they sort of make their plans that stuff's going, um, Correct. let's see. Oh yeah. So then that now we get, uh, Thanos and Gamora, uh, and, and we find out that his, his, uh, his gambit for this thing is Nebula. He has captured and is torturing Nebula because she has video footage that shows that Gamora knows where the Soul Stone is. So as I say, I, we don't need to cover every single beat of it. Let's, let's move to the, the big giant reveal. They end up on this planet and the guardian of the Soul Stone is the freaking Red Skull. What is so- Come hey, on! I have never
0: in my life, ever in my adult life, been in a movie theater where somebody, something happens on screen, and the entire theater shits themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: The, there was a gasp. There was an audible gasp. This we, was. Because I was like, I couldn't figure it out. Or like, there's a specter hanging there. I'm like, there's no way they're introducing a new character at this point. God, I know that voice. How do I know that voice? And he pulls his head back up to the freaking Red
0: Skull. Like, and you know what's, and you know what's weird about this? So we get, home, we get home after the first time seeing it. We immediately put on Last, uh, First Avenger. Yes. And when you look at the effect of what happens to him when he disappears, yeah, it's it's unbelievable how consistent all this is.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I I don't I, I believe that that was a retcon that they just went oh you know what we should oh, do? oh that's a but hell of a retcon. If if not, it was one of those like that was brilliant. Like it's like one of those long that one of those dangling pieces out there that you thought they would just never single address and then go nope. It was just like I love so perfect. No, it's it's perfect. And
0: what I love about it is again this this interesting. Um, sort of blanket over this entire movie is, hey, I'm somebody put me here and it's somebody a lot more powerful than you or anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> like there's definitely like, it's just interesting and in that there are laws and rules that we have to abide by that. Yeah, Thanos, even you can't change. Like I just, I just was really, it's interesting to to acknowledge that and to put that into the story because it it, it definitely plays into something which I think we're going to see in the ne- in Avengers 4 that yeah. happens in this part but we'll go ahead about what what Thanos has to do then.
1: Yeah. So um actually do you, do you know that 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 is not hugo weaving no what yeah hugo weaving um was did not enjoy his time as red skull mostly due to the makeup oh, i wow. kind of thought that they would go to him and be like hey we have a way to come back all you have to do is record the voice and do the thing and apparently he went nope i'm done so they're like okay so they actually got a person his name is ross marquard he's uh from uh, walking dead he is a a, a top tier uh, impressionist uh, for those of you who are looking to have wow. a good time go and and email I mean uh, just search on YouTube for his for his stuff he does this thing called micro impressions uh, let's, see, um, his, uh, let's see you can look it up uh, M-A-R-Q-U-A-N-D he does this whole thing of my, he does like five second impressions of people it's, it's like uh, Matthew McConaughey uh, can't find his gum like it's just these little ridiculous things and he's so good because he, he can nail the character 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 in just a short, just a short burst where you're like, oh my god, that's just that's exactly right. They got him to do the voice of Red Skull. Wow, what's fantastic! So he's doing Hugo Weaving doing the Red Skull. He's awesome. He's awesome. Yes, it was one of those fun little things because I was really surprised because I I never thought I never. Consider the fact that it was somebody other than Hugo Weaving because I was so uh, so convinced that that's who it was. Yeah, so then we have the whole thing. Of, it turns out that uh, to get the Soul Stone, you have to sacrifice the thing you love. Nebula is laughing because, like, ah, you don't love anything. You're all about yourself. It turns out, oh no, he does. In his sick, twisted, abuser way, he still loves her. Yeah, gets a little dicey. And the, well, the you know, you know what's here. funny is, is, that,
0: is that I, you know, I mean, like, what I thought was weird about the scene is it's played like as if you're not going to get it. And I was yes. like, well, no, we get it. Like yeah. he, yeah, he is, he is, he is so maniacal. He's so perverse yeah. in his value system that he's he is thinking that yes, I do love you, and I'm willing to throw you off the cliff. Yeah. I'll tell you this. So so here, not because we can certainly get into it later, but I will say this. I think somehow, some way, because they have created such a complex villain Mm. in Thanos in this. Thanos is somehow, the way you're going to get Gamora back is, Thanos is going to have to return
1: to this place and fling himself off the cliff. Interesting. I I think, I don't know if it's going to be exactly that, but I think this is integral to it. Yes. The soul stone, I think, is the key to all of this. Uh, and, and and how things are going to get brought back in, in, in some way, shape or form. I, I don't know if it, uh, if that's going to be, if it's going to be him switching places with her. Cause correct. In, right. The soul stone is, is, I think is essentially the most powerful stone in the comics. Cause when you, when you get killed, you, you go into the stone and you're in this place called, I think it's soul world. You know, they, they were not incredibly clever with their names and you basically are alive inside the soul. Like you're, you're living a your life. there so, and, and, and that comes back later on. I think we get a little glimpse of sort of like there's something more to the Soul Stone at the end because like after after the snapshot happens, there's a little well, thing. Okay, will so- about that when we get there. But I think I, – I, th- I know you might be right, but I, I think this is this is going to be key to well, the next part. And and I, I, was- I, I, but I, I, I still can't figure out – I think Gamora is going to come back. And I oh no! I, I she'll think be, she'll be the key. I think she's going to be the Jiminy cricket where she's going to be his conscience and somehow I completely trade places re- with her and then she'll be back.
0: And I'll tell you this, I found a very, and this just may be me reaching, but I actually thought there was a big, there was a, a subtle connection between what happens in the soul stone. When you see a couple of these scenes that happen and the afterlife that is shown in black Panther. Yes. So there is definitely, this is something that is, a thing mm-hmm. and there is an afterlife and it's real yeah and it's in this universe like i mean yeah. like i again like i really do think it's all connected in some way
1: yeah yeah i think this this going to end up being uh the yeah the the main part uh, let's see Nebula escapes and she meets up with uh, Quill, Drac and Mantis, Drax and Mantis. Uh, and then they end up meeting up with Stark, Strange and, and uh, Spider-Man, which is a great little scene to them. Like all have fighting amongst themselves. And then they all, they all think the other one works for Thanos. And they have I'll to do you one better. <laughs> That's right. And Apparently that was an improv line of Dave oh Bautista.
0: So great. <laughs> That's a great scene, though. Seeing them all come together—that is a great scene. scene. No, that that this is. I mean, you know, again, I when I saw this movie, you're thinking every five minutes, I kept saying to myself, "How do you top with the last five minutes?" Yeah. When you get to this point in the movie, you're like, "Okay, I'm just holding on because." (laughs) Wow. Yeah. It's just good.
1: fantastic. Yeah. There's just, there's, there's, uh, like, all the Thor the thr- Eyes the th- are coming together now, too. We're all, we're all meeting each other and stuff, too. They, and I love the fact that guardians don't know who the Avengers are because why would they? You know, like, they're the only on Earth thing and they were only Earth in the last couple of years. uh So then, all right. Well, so we got, we got uh, 14. We got, <laughs> that's right. 40 million snares. That's the, that's, that's another hugely, hugely important part. So they're, Doctor Strange goes into the future and watches multiple versions and, uh, like, uh, of them fighting Thanos and finds one way where they actually can beat him uh, of 14 million and, and however much there was 14 million plus uh, and he found one way to do it and then and sure it of goes over the plan with them and i think he left out part oh, of course he did absolutely so i i because i think he saw all of this happen because because when he gets dusted later on he says this was the only way right and I think, so I think all of this, everything that we've seen is part of his plan. So that's why it's, to me in, in story was never the problem. Like, I like my dislike of the movie the first time I saw it was not because of, because I, I figured that out. I was like, okay, this is all part of Strange's plan. The, all, all these people dying uh, from the snapshot was all part of his plan. Like this is the only way, like the, cause something, something in, in the, in the process of what they did uh, is going to end up uh, bringing them back or at least most of them back. Uh, so that was never my problem. Um, so we have then um, we have the the big, most expensive, probably the the entire budget of most movies, <laughs> just on the last third <laughs> of Infinity War, um, the the giant war battle, and, and, and obviously the, the the Jabari show up. That's awesome. We get a lot of the characters. Not a lot of not a lot of character beats in this, which I, I kind of. Uh, I think they kind of missed some opportunities to have some other characters interacting with the Black Panther ones, but at the time Black Panther hadn't come out yet, so they didn't know who was gonna pop and who was gonna really right. you know be popular uh, just the fact that everyone was there, I think was good, but probably because they were all still there, they just like went two sound stages over, and hey, look, it's all Black Panther, yeah, <laughs> you okay. guys are all still here that's right <laughs> um. So, uh, the, 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 obviously, the, the battle's great, but, I mean, it's it's, it's just a lot of you know, a lot things. I mean, we get to see everybody doing their, their special abilities and stuff, too, but, like I so said, there's not a lot of that stuff, too, until um, we get to see sort of the other thing. It, lo- it looks like Corvus Glaive has died from his wounds from Scotland because they say, like, Proctor Midnight says something about that, so, like, we didn't all survive or something like that. But she's lying because he's sneaking around inside waiting for – uh, the woman who kicked his ass, Wanda, to get out of there so that he could go steal the Soul Stone, which they eventually do, and it almost works. Almost. <laughs> Except Vision's, Vision's not entirely incapacitated, and he fights back, and then... You know, so, the, let's see. The, I, I, my, my biggest highlight from the battle uh, was probably the, the three women kicking ass, when it was Black Widow, Scarlet Witch, and uh, Okoye, all fighting Proxima Midnight. That was awesome.
0: A really well done. I love when Okoye goes back and goes, why was she up there? the whole Yeah, time? that's right. <laughs> that is actually one of the biggest laugh reactions I've, I mean, that got a huge reaction
1: in the theater. Yeah, and all, it's so within character too, because she's, she's a tactician. She's a military yes. person. Like, why would you save our biggest, you why would you save the biggest weapon? Why would no, you the big gun is out on the field. We're yeah. fighting. Like that, that's, cool. I love weapon. that. Um, then Thor shows up. Oh my god. <laughs> and all oh, hell breaks loose and that's that's the like that is the I mean they might as well have started playing immigrant song at that point because it was such yeah. that like yeah.
0: No, even the music, <laughs> the music is perfectly timed on that. It's just it's really good. You've got a couple of
1: great humor with Banner in the in the in the Hulkbuster suit. In the suit. Yeah. And, and apparently at in the first draft of the script, he did become the Hulk and ripped out of the suit. Well, that was the toy. They even had a toy. That yeah, had that there's there. a toy. Yeah. That's, I was say it, it was far enough along in the process that it was in the toy, and then they decided to, at the at sort of uh, I don't know last minute, but eleventh hour, they decided to to revise that so that the Hulk won't come out, and it's that that whole thing, and, and to keep that up to the end of the movie. Well, and how um, and how
0: crazy that they actually they actually did the CGI
1: for the one scene in the trailer yes. where the Hulk
0: is there. Right. And then it's
1: like, yeah, that's right. That whole right. scene of that slow motion of them running. I just watched that trailer again. The slow motion of all them running together. I'm like, that's not even in the movie. And that's amazing. Like that's incredible yeah.
0: devotion to telling a story that you want to surprise yeah. people with.
1: Yeah. I guess so. Or they went a different way. Like or, at one yeah, point, yeah. there was a big heroic run. Right. You know, because this is like they're in with trees and stuff too. And then um, uh, Bucky and Rocket. That's a great moment too. I'm gonna <laughs> get that like, arm anyway. Yeah, I'm gonna get that. Arm. And the two of them just like as the machine gun guys, and he picks them up and they spin around. I, just okay, ch- again,
0: dude. it's it's a, how do you how could you possibly put the the amount of times you get disparate characters together? Mm-hmm. They spend literally five seconds with each other, yes. and immediately you already have a history.
1: Yes, that's yeah, that's but, and, incredible. And how they how they feel about each other, like it's, yes. it's so very clear. <sighs>
0: And I love how Bucky always gets those because that, that reminded me of the scene with Bucky and Falcon in Civil War. Yes. Oh, it's like, yes. I hate you, dude. Yeah. Like, I really hate, I hate
1: you. you. Yeah, or or can you move your seat up? No. No. All right. It's <laughs> just a great, yeah. Just a very small, but the, and the, the, this, this, uh, Marcus and McFeely are really good at that, that finding those small moments that, that really pay off. Uh, okay, so then back on uh, Titan, then uh, Thanos arrives, and then uh, another probably like, an incredibly complicated fight scene breaks oh God, out. Okay, gosh. so I, I talked in, in volume two how much I I dislike how they have done Mantis. And that continues on here because, uh, and, and the Mary Sue actually wrote an article about this that articulated much better than I ever could. But uh, Mantis is a, a person with, like, let's say, like, like she has been. Let's say abused, like emotionally abused. Like she is not, she always diminishes herself. Like she is very much a subservient. Like she's been beaten down kind of thing. She's been, you know, a servant. Like she's seen awful, awful things on Ego's world. She is the only one of all of these people who consistently doubts her abilities and is never corrected about them. I don't – he's He's. an entire planet. I can't do this. I can't do this. You're going to do this. And then later on, actually goes, I didn't think you actually could do it. I just wanted to say that. Yeah. Super. And in this, she's like, he's so strong. He's so bad. I, I can't – I don't think I can do this. And no. nobody ever goes, no, you can. We believe in you. You can do this. They're just like, okay, do what you can, Mantis girl.
0: Yeah, this one – I. you know what? I don't I, – I haven't really seen it in volume – I didn't see it in volume one and two. But this one – But you know what the thing is? Like at the end of the day, they had no chance without her. She does, though. She consistently delivers.
1: Yes. Every
0: time. They had no chance. Let's put it this way they had no chance
1: without her. Yes. She is the linchpin, and yet no one acknowledges that. It's just her days coming. her day's coming. I hope. I hope her day is coming. Just she deserves it. Yeah, Mantis deserves she's it. She's gonna get it. Don't worry. So yeah. So the 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 plan the plan is working. That's what's amazing yeah. is like with all their powers, man. All the great teleporting stuff. <laughs> Star Lord ripping the
0: bird and then jumping into the. Let me tell you something. Board. I didn't catch it the first time, but Spider Man with the whole
1: magic yes. magic kick, <laughs> more magic kick. Like I was yeah. going over that. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of this stuff that I the second time I'm glad I got to see it because I missed it because we were laughing the whole conversation jump, going back to in the sanctum sanctorum Tony Stark and Dr. Trains are talking about Ben and Jerry's ice cream flavors. Yes. I missed that entire conversation because people were laughing so hard. Oh, that's great. From whatever the previous line was this time when it was quiet, I was like, Oh my God, that's really funny. <laughs> uh, and, and same thing with this was the magic stuff. I had, I had not heard either because people were just so busy cheering and, and yelling and stuff too. And they get so close. They, they almost have it, and then Star Lord finds out that he killed Gamora, and then loses it. And that and this has been the thing, like even uh, uh, Chris Pratt had to actually put out a statement, like guys, like because apparently he was getting so much Give hate, me a from break. People, like you screwed it up, you messed up the whole thing. And it's like, well, that's Star Lord, like that is entirely consistent with Star Lord. Well, and, and always, and I'll acts. tell you this: Did you not love how I, I got to tell you? I mean, the
0: a nuanced part of that scene is. Tony really tries to talk him off the ledge.
1: Yes. Like, because he figures it out. He knows what's gonna happen. He figures out what how his reaction is gonna be and be like, dude, dude. No, and I mean, no, but I mean it's Robert
0: Downey Jr. nails the the seriousness, the sort of brotherly/slash fatherly, like, no, listen, focus on me. It is so well done. Because you know where Tony's been. You know his experience. You know where he thinks he's going. Yeah. And it's it's just done in a way where, I mean, here they are literally insulting each other to their faces five minutes before. And he's like, no, listen, I'm going to put all that aside because you have to listen to me. Yeah. It's, just, it's just a great moment in the movie. Yeah. Cap could have talked him
1: down. <laughs> um, so they, they get so close and then Star-Lord finally just loses it and then hits him enough that knocks Mantis off and he recovers. And then – and then oh, god. That, it's such a that, – that whole thing is such a great so – again, again, tons of CGI but so well put together. Uh, I mean, forgot to say, Thanos throws a moon at Tony yeah. Stark. Oh my God! You know when people when people talked about
0: that scene in the trailer, I guess that was yeah. shown last year. It was. It was shown at D twenty three, and you were and you were like, well, what could that really be like? Yeah. And yeah, like, it was really oh, good. Right yeah, and just and, and seeing Spider Man, I thought the other part of the part of the scene I love about that is little character things. Spider Man saving everybody.
1: Yes. Yeah, going around and and I don't know your name, but uh- <laughs> yes, I mean, just oh, <laughs> come on, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's it's such a Peter Parker thing to do too. Exactly, exactly. and then like, and then he then finally is all beaten, and Tony Stark is out of options, and then you know Thanos and him have that conversation. Thanos is sort of like, "Hey, you know what? You really impressed me. I'm only gonna kill half your people instead of all of them." Oh, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> and then and then it's just like, and uh, and then and then Doctor Strange gives him the time stone, and that's the thing is he early on said, "I will, I will let all of you die." To protect this uh and then this he goes nope nope wait save him spare him I think, so i think once again this is part of the plan like dr strange did not tell them they were going to fail in this attempt Right. And that later on, this would pay off because somehow Tony Stark is important enough in the true resolution of the Infinity no, War. No, he, he
0: you know what? I didn't get it. He has to it.
1: sacrifice the stone now in order to have Tony Stark alive later.
0: The early things that I read, and even when it happened the first time I saw it in the movie, I was like, "Whoa, what the hell?" Right? Yeah. And out of the first time seeing it, walking through the parking lot, I was like, "Oh, well, no, I get it now." The one of the fourteen point two million, Tony Stark's alive. Yeah. And that's it. He when he saw that it was Endgame. It was it was. I have no other option because I've seen the future. I've seen all the permutations. The one chance we have is you can't die. Yeah. So that's it. And and what an amazing. I mean, here's the thing. I mean, again, going back to the character, the the the, the not just character, but the relationship development. Wow, what a character arc for Doctor Strange from going from <laughs> I hate you. Yeah. Hey, I really hate you. Uh-huh. Okay, maybe you're onto something. To guess what. I'm going to sacrifice everything
1: for you. Right. You're the, you're the, it turns out that I hate to admit it, but you're the linchpin. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. That's that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I I gotta say, Benedict Cumberpatch is, was so great in the, I mean like, I like all these people that that are playing sort of to their things, but he was because, because he was the most different than what we've seen in the past. Right. From his movie, from, from the doctor strange movie. Now, obviously he's playing very much the part he played in Ragnarok. Right. Like, it's that same guy. Very consistent from there. But, like, he is, uh, like, really, really come into it on this A maturity, like, a character maturity yes. has
0: happened that you just have, you've seen off screen. It hasn't happened. Right.
1: Yeah, right. exactly. Like, I mean, it's like I feel like we're missing, I, I hope Doctor Strange 2 is about that. Right. That it goes back. You know, but before that, and shows like sort of how he got that sort of confidence, right? Because, but, but, yeah, because he's he's really, really good in this. subject. I mean, obviously, RDJ is great too. But like all these guys are playing very much the characters they have played to this point, and he's the one who's sort of in a different place, absolutely for whatever reason. Just because they needed that guy, uh, and then and then yeah, Thanos is like, all right, hey, thanks for the stone, I'm out of here, and then phew, back to Earth. All right, so then Thanos arrives. Um, and you know, like the, the battle is raging and stuff too. And then we really get to have that like, oh God, he's here and he's got all but one <laughs> of the stones. Uh, and then you get to see people just one by one just falling, falling, falling in for him like as he's just completely unstoppable at this point. Uh, and then Wanda having to make the sacrifice and having to kill the man she loves in order to uh, save the world. Uh, making the sacrifice play, laying on the uh, barbed wire so the other guy can get across. And you were so happy, and you thought, <laughs> oh my God, this is amazing. They beat yeah. him. And she does it. She blows up the stone. She kills vision and the stone. And then it's and like, you went, yay! Yeah, and you're like, yeah. And then you got, oh, sh- crap, time stone. <laughs> and exactly like, what he does. Just sh- re- <laughs> rewinds time <laughs> and he yanks it out. And then we get to see vision like dead, dead, like completely just like desolate corpse falling. Now, did Shuri get enough information on time that she has a vision 2.0 up there? Uh, I don't know i don't know she's pretty good but right. we'll see right. a, a vibranium powered uh, you know version 2.0 maybe we'll come back maybe it'll come back in the green and red like <laughs> like right from the yeah context. there you go that's <laughs> a good idea or they'll have him come back in all white like he was in the nineties, and he'll like descend like space Jesus, like the oh white, he's like, glowing, like oh that's ah.
0: right, it's
1: yes. <laughs> just the, the glowing red dot in his forehead. Ah, I've come returned to my children at the turn at the uh, our age. So he's a uh, vision the white instead of vision the gray. Oh, that's funny. And when all hope is lost, he's got the stone. He's ready to do it. Thor dropping from the sky with his enchanted blade buries it in his chest. And, and once again like, oh, you went, oh, Yay! He did it? He did it. Yeah. And, it's like, oh, no. and then it's like, yeah, you should have named for the head. And snap. Okay. And in the snap, then we go into the soul stone. So that next scene is orange and is like and, and obviously he sees a little girl. I think that is taking place in the soul stone. Oh yes, I think so too. And so that he has that conversation with with young Gamora because so Gamora is inside the Soul Stone now because she was sacrificed to get it. Right. So I think she's there. Right. Uh, and then he has that thing of like, "Hey, I, I did it. I did." It. And to come back to find that he's like. It, like it basically almost has ruined him. Like he's his whole side of his body is is like cracked and and ripped up and stuff. Too, and the gauntlet is all uh, melted and warped and stuff too. So is the gauntlet. So here here's the two things that struck me. Is one is that the gauntlet's destroyed. It looks that way. Yeah. I mean, it's still on him and It still has the stones. And obviously the stones don't seem to be broken. But it looks like it is. It is either malfunctioning or like you know on its on its last legs. Well, here's okay. So here here's the interesting part. I had on this. When he snaps his fingers. Yes,
0: it's there is. He knows there is a 50 50 chance. He may be one of the souls that disappears. Yeah, he's got a big enough ego. I think he probably spared himself. Oh, interesting, because I I thought because I I thought that was was even more like ground zero. Yeah. Okay, because I thought that was interesting. and, And and again, that's where I definitely got the Black Panther afterlife vibe. Yeah, because I'm like, oh, well, this is this is definitely connected because she's still there somewhere and. They're talking and, and 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 I think really powerful. I mean, obviously powerfully done. Like, look, was it worth it? What did it cost you?
1: Everything? Yeah. Right. Like, okay, you know. Yeah. So that- okay, so now this is this is where we're gonna do some Monday morning quarterbacking. Yeah, yeah, here we go. Okay. Yeah. So we see the we see the like basically the the no there's no music. Everything drops out, and one by one we see heroes dusted. Poof. Like first Bucky is the first one to go. Like, how dare you? But and they one by one, they go through, uh, even then we go cut to Titan and on, ba- and it's happening there too. All of the guardians, except for Rocket Raccoon, are gone. How do you make Guardians Volume Three with just rocket raccoon <laughs> uh, and they, and they cut away, and then like it's, it's like, oh my God, what the hell what what are we gonna, what are we supposed to do now?" And then even the cap's last line in the movie is, oh God
0: yeah and I, and I
1: again thought that was interesting, yeah, so like they're like, oh, okay, now they they kill. They dust, erased from existence, not from history. Which I had this conversation with somebody too. This is erased from now on. Not they did not. They never existed. They don't exist here forward. Exactly right. So why did they kill characters that we know are coming back? So was it was it to make it easier on us, the audience? Because here's what here's what I'm thinking. If you really wanted this to to really land and and stick. You don't kill Black Panther and, and, and the Guardian and, and, and Star Lord and Peter Parker because all those sequels are pretty much announced. I mean, Black Panther made a billion dollars. You don't think is coming back? But if you did the if you did the dusting and it was Bucky and Koye and Mbaku? And 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 uh, War Machine and yeah. Wanda and like, you know, like all these things like it's, uh, suddenly all the supporting characters that were on the, the the firing line could get dusted And you go, holy crap, this might be it.
0: I think I think they thought you're going to think some of that. I think mean, because they had done Loki and they done Gamora up until Bran. then, I think it was basically just, hey, who knows? There may be a reason. Well, I mean, look, we'll make the make the argument of how how coincidental is it that it's the original Avengers that survive. Yes. Right. <laughs> right. Like I mean, and odd how that worked out. It, huh? Very odd. That's <laughs> interesting. And I, I mean, look at, as I was watching it, I, I was one, I was overcome by just the whole visual effect. Cause the visual effect is incredibly well done. Oh Yeah.
1: Yeah. And the very whole much. thing,
0: I mean the uh, one, the defining moment in it, it, for that. For, I mean, seriously, I mean, I can't tell you how many 13, 14, 15 year olds that I, yeah. my daughter knows, that were traumatized by Peter Parker's end. Yes. Not just because of how it was done and how apparently it was even improvised when they were filming it, which was phenomenal yeah. on Tom Holland's part, but even the whole his spider sense, he he knew it was coming.
1: Yeah, he knew it was coming.
0: And so you're just like, "Oh my god, incredibly well done. I think you just you just are in the moment. It doesn't, you know what? There's no way no matter who they had whoever they had knocked off there would there would have been some theory and i think at the end of the day they're just like uh, whatever i think personally for me i think you it definitely makes the case that captain america and tony stark are are not long for the world after next summer
1: yes i agree i mean and, I, and, I think i thought it. that that would this would be that would be this this movie would be it for them but
0: you got a bonus movie
1: <laughs> a, bonus, yeah, a bonus yeah that's what it is you got a bonus movie it's, it's cool. I, I gotta say though though the the, the The Russo brothers have done something that no one in the history of movies has done or will probably ever do, which is they got to kill Spider-Man on screen. Oh, yeah. That'll never, ever happen in any Spider-Man movie ever. Yeah, I can't imagine really a scenario unless, unless you where mean, any studio would let them do it Well,
0: that. or you're just in phase six and you're like, "All right, we got to figure <laughs> something else out," right? Like, okay. I mean, <laughs> Tom Holland is
1: 50 years old. Yeah, and, he's spider- and that's it. Let somebody else do
0: it. Spider-Man Beyond, and we got to have to reboot this somehow. <laughs> um, no, I mean, like, I think, I think it was just the whole effect of you had to gut punch people, and especially yes. to end the movie the way they did. I mean, look at. You know, I mean, like seeing it, I thought it was so, again, it was so haunting and it was so crazy. And again, the music is just fading to black yeah. and you'll never, I don't think you'll ever experience a movie theater. You'll never experience a group of people, maybe outside of live theater mm-hmm. to where an audience just goes, whoa,
1: oh, yeah. And, and I just think I've had, I've had audiences leave a movie confused before. Oh no, no. I mean, not never, confused.
0: I mean, I mean, just bereft with yes. sadness, like what
1: yeah it's just for a marvel movie
0: and where i and where i got and where i I mean look at i mean i somehow I, I mean again in my head i'm thinking to myself well yeah i know there's spider-man homecoming 2 and another yeah. guardians and another yeah. black panther movie so i'm not really that worried about it and what i loved was one i loved i loved the what if like seriously you'll i mean i, I, can't, I can't all of us can't believe how much we want to see that next movie here's the other thing though I love now the pairings we have. Mm-hmm. I can't, I hope they do not do this off screen. I want to see what Tony Stark
1: and Nebula do <laughs> next. <laughs> right? Like, okay. Yeah. Because I, I, I think it was, Nebula, I guess it's Nebula Guardian. That's, that's the thing, but that what it is. It's, it's rocket and Nebula are the only two left from that. No, no. From that movie? no but I want, I want to see what
0: does Tony Stark and Nebula do next. Yeah. They go find the, Mor- the Murano. the Morano.
1: Yeah, yep, they yep. Get in it. Oh, and I, then they're like, I think actually okay. they revealed the name. They actually, that wasn't the Milano anymore. They, oh, the Milano, yeah. That got destroyed. And this is a new ship. And I cannot remember what the name of it is. Good. Keep talking while I look up. Oh, okay. Because they, so, they did no, name so, the new ship.
0: But okay, but like, like, like that example, like I was like, like, when we talk about like pairings in this movie, what made me so excited for the next movie is I can't wait to see the pairing of Tony Stark and Nebula. Here you've got Iron Man. And the real Iron Woman, like, can they help her? Once they get to Wakanda, (laughs) if Shuri is still around, I hope she is. Well, no, I mean, like, look at Nebula and go, we fixed Bucky. Look, we can can help you, too. Yeah. Like, it changes. and, And obviously, they're going in a totally different direction with Nebula, unless they don't. Yeah. And she's the one who ends up sacrificing herself to change the effect, the events of what's happened. Oh, yeah, Maybe I you I, I kind
1: of got the impression that they were, they were, they were building up to her joining the guardians full on in volume three. Well, and I, and I kind of hope so. And James what, has enough pull that he can be like, uh, could you spare her?
0: But you know, wouldn't it be see, I mean like, wouldn't it be an amazing turn for that character? Somebody who has been without love her whole existence yes. to then actually understand what love is. And to then sacrifice herself in some way for others. Yeah. That would be, yeah. and, and that, as we've talked about in, in Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. that's the, the underlying theme of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. And I mean, wow, you do that? <laughs> One, I'm crying my eyes out. Two, that's awesome.
1: Yeah. Oh, right. So I found out the the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy's new ship, the, current, the ship in Infinity War, is called... The Benatar. Oh come on, are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> this is
0: James Gunn. Oh, is the is the small is the small little ship that Rocket took called the Pat? <laughs> oh,
1: I like that. <laughs> if it's it not, should it be. should be. So, um, I have seen Groot dies again. Uh, and what does he say? And he that? he says, "I am Groot." And James Gunn revealed, uh, what that I am Groot was. What he was saying to Rocket was, uh, "Dad." Come on. I was like, "Oh, James, why, why? We, come on!" It's like, "Oh, stabbed through the heart." I mean, that's as if that scary. scene needed to be sadder. I mean, <sighs> and then, yeah, so then that then like like I had talked about at the beginning. There, the the remaining heroes are there. Like, what the hell just happened? We just lost. We just have to have, to, have our planet just got destroyed in a second. And then, yeah, Cap. Oh God! And they and then pina coladas. Right, Do you like pina <laughs> <cunda?"> <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. They, I was like, they, "Where is they, this?" And they cut to Thanos, like chilling in his beach house. Or, I know it's not the beach. And where is, on where, planet. where is it? Where is it? There's 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 a giant giant planet in the this. So it's on another. It, 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 clearly it's on another planet. So it's not on like you know. He's not like uh, Tahiti, for instance. Okay, but where do you think he is? I think he's on another another moon. You know, like he's, he, on,
0: he's, on, he's on Gamora's Homeworld. Oh, you think he's on Zen Hubari? <laughs> because, because he talks about how it thrived once he wiped out half the people there. Oh.
1: And man. I bet you I that's betcha, I bet right. you are right. Because why introduce another one? You can do that. And then he's just like chilling in his cabana and like, yep, I totally did it. And credits. Fade to black. Yeah.
0: And that's amazing.
1: Yeah, it's, it's and ballsy. So,
0: so, so what happened? So you sat there. Now let's get this all out. So yeah. you sat there yeah. and you went, shit right and you're like okay and everything was going through your head Uh and then post-credit
1: scene yes the post-credit scenes and it's like like nick fury and maria hill like on their on mission like like oh all right here we go now like all right so let's see what they're up to like what's they're gonna like this will be the rallying thing of like we're gonna go back we're gonna get him uh and then they they go through and maria gets dusted and nick pulls out a special little thing and thing, and He's as he's getting dusted, he activates it, drops to the ground. It's just like a basically like an old school pager that's been modified. As as it,
0: he says some final parting loving words yeah, to, his,
1: that's to right. his mother, that's right. His mother, yeah, that's right. A special message for his mother. Um, and then on the, on the screen of it is the symbol for Captain Marvel.
0: So didn't you think? Now here's what I thought was crazy. So when that happens, I'm like going yes in the theater. <laughs> surrounded by about 300 people that were going What the, uh, hell is that? What the I see, we got to watch two more of our heroes die why are you excited i mean like because i am just okay here's what blows my mind about that is one okay there's hope yeah that's that's that is a hope sign what is amazing to me is we constantly talk and gush as as, as fanboys mm-hmm. about how they have connected this story oh yeah we've now gone to a new level of we haven't just connected all the dots in the past we're connecting the dots that we haven't even shown you yet. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. And that's, that is to that. I bow my head and say, you guys are amazing (laughs) because to do that. Yeah. Okay. I mean like, and all that that says, and this gets into one thing I'm going to say about post credit scenes is, okay. So my prediction absolutely on this is Ant-Man and the Wasp. We're going to get a nice little, you know, palate cleanser here coming, you know, about another month. Yeah. But I am absolutely convinced that movie ends the fight, the final, the first post credit scene of that movie is Scott Lang and Harry Pim, Hank Pym Uh and, and Janet van and Janet Pym and,
1: and everybody's around a table. And half his family disappears. Oh, okay. Now, okay. So let, let's 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 consider this from here on. This is the um, uh, future spoilers, rumors. Oh, yes. We're going to talk, talk about everything we know. So if if you don't want to know anything about, because uh, we're going to talk about stuff we know and stuff we suspect and stuff we've read. Okay, okay. And, and, right? so and say anyone that. who doesn't want to know, like, stop listening. Yes, yeah, so you stop You made it. You
0: made it through right. this marathon. Now, though, <laughs> you've already made it through an hour, an hour and forty minutes in. Here's the deal. He's come this
1: far, but it, so if if you want, to, I don't know how long it'll be, but like you know, uh, you know, jump ahead a little bit. And if we're talking about um, you know thanking people, then you know we're done. But but let's get into this. I I, I don't think that's true. I think it's what's going to be is they. This is my thing. I have no, I have no basis in fact for this. My guess is it's going to take place before Infinity War. They're I gonna agree. Have, they're going to have their because that's the, the you can't really have a lightness of tone, wacky caper, shamesh thing when half the population of the Earth has been destroyed. I just no. you can't do that. This is too tonal of a shift. So they're going to be doing all their stuff, and and eventually they're going to end up in the quantum realm. And I think they're going to be in the quantum realm when the snapshot happens. And they're going to come out of it and have their big and then like, hey, we did it. it." And then like at the end, they'll be like, hey, what's everybody so upset about? You know, like it's it'll happen either in the the very end or in the post credits where suddenly time will catch up.
0: Okay, so 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 again, the post post credit scene. Yes. Be Hawkeye at his
1: farmhouse. (laughs) Oh, coming. They're having coming to Scott. Like, Scott, we got to talk.
0: No, no, no. (laughs) They're just having lunch. And then all of a sudden his whole family disappears. Yeah. Because here's what here's what I here's what I want them I, what I want to see them say is, oh, you guys thought you could you <laughs> could take a rain check, right? You thought you could protect the people you love by calling it in. Yes. No. Yes. That's I, not how this. I works. think
1: you're absolutely right. I just don't know if they're going to touch on that at the end of it, or if they're going to wait for Infinity War. Because I think that scene will happen. I just don't know if it's going to happen here, or if it's going to happen in the in one of the earlier scenes of Infinity War two. See, I love it though. That's yeah. awesome. So, so, so that's that's gonna happen, and then and then after this, then we'll we'll be Captain Marvel. But Captain Marvel is set in the '90s because we got to
0: find her whole story out. Plus, right. plus and, it's a great excuse to bring a young Nick Fury in and and a young Agent Coulson. Well, young Agent Coulson and a I'm I predict a young um, who was the CIA, CIA agent from Black Panther. Oh, Ross, I think he's in it too. Oh, wow. Because he's an air force pilot, That's true. Oh, that it would be. make a ton of sense for him, and and that and that timing of his character, the age,
1: yeah, perfectly makes sense that he's in the air force flying planes in the nineties. Yeah, that could be because I, I know that um they're doing they're doing the Cree Skull Skull Wars, uh, so. Um, uh, Ronan the Accuser, isn't it? And awesome. as as Korath the Pursuer, like both awesome. of them. Doing, I'm like, I'm gonna hope Korath gets some justice because Corath was very ill served by the first Guardians. As, as
0: we said, we've talked about that. No, I yeah. I think that's <laughs> I think what they've tra- and I mean again, a lot of people. You really have to be hardcore to be following a lot of these types of rumors. Yeah, I will say that the, ca- Captain Marvel sounds like it is going to be a barn burner of a movie that people don't even realize is coming. Yeah, because because that's the so movie. Too. That is going to prepare you for Avengers Four, whatever it's called in a way. And and the fact that it's going to just, I mean, you know, okay. They're obviously learned. They've learned about the success of wonder woman. Mm -hmm. And I think it's going
1: to be incredible. Like I, I think it's, I think they are going to hit a smash with that movie. I think so too. I think it has a potential to be ginormous, uh, in the same way that Black Panther really surprised people yes. by how much. The same thing with this one. I think it's going to really, really surprise a bunch of people because we're going to see a like, like they've already talked about a level of power we've not seen in, in Marvel before. Like she's going to be the equivalent of their Superman.
0: Well, and well, no, she that, that she is, and I think you're going to explain. Well, where was she in Avengers 1 and 2? Yes. so that's I, the, I think so there's going to
1: be an explanation for that. There's going to be off in space doing stuff too. And, why, and, and the, the, the retcon I'm waiting for is, why didn't he call her during the Chitauri invasion? Well, there's <laughs> got to be a reason.
0: And I and, and there's no way it's not going to be addressed. It's going to be addressed. I hope so. <laughs>
1: um, so, okay. So, let's see. Let's talk about spoilers for potentially for Avengers 4 or Avengers Infinity War 2, whatever it is. I is. I've... I, I just because I was so like upset about it, I sort of dug in to try and find out what we know and what we suspect. So obviously, there, like uh, Ant Man and um, uh, Hawkeye are going to play a bigger role. Uh, apparently, the, the all the emotionally emotional and and character arc stuff for Black Widow and for Captain America is going to be in that movie. Like they moved all of that his stuff to there, so he was basically just like almost just there for for, you know, just to shout commands or something. He had no arc. All that stuff is in part two. I've also heard uh, there is some kind of a time travel element involved. And so the the, part of that is a comment that um, Gwyneth Paltrow made, where she not quite understanding that there are two Infinity War movies, was talking to someone about, the infin- about Infinity War thinking it was one thing right. and talked about stuff that had happened but we haven't seen yet. And she talked about the, how much she liked the evolution of the relationship where it was like they were business partners and they were friends and then they became a relationship. And then now you find in Infinity War, they're married and have a child. And we went, excuse me? <laughs> so wait – now, now
0: now hold on a second. so let me let me throw this out here. I saw that and I was like you know, you know what would be hilarious is if the scene were there in the park at the beginning, yes, she's already pregnant.
1: Oh, well, but the, he, she says that she's not. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. hear that. Yeah, when they're talking oh. she says like, "Nope, nothing really. he's like he's like, so, you know, you have that that kind of dream where you think this thing and I think, "Wait, we had a kid." And she's like, "Well, there's nothing going on here, so you don't have to worry about that." Well, maybe she doesn't know yet. Well, ah, whatever. I think what's going to happen is the next Infinity War 2 is going to open 10 years from now. It's going to open like the the title card will come up and it'll be like, you know, 2030 or whatever. And we're already we're way past the aftermath of half the earth and then we'll see what the earth is like and tony is, is is married and has a kid and then he finally figures out how to do something
0: oh no see i was going in the way what that it takes it takes him and nebula 10 years to make it back to earth and in that time they've created sort of a relationship
1: oh <laughs> and
0: and you find out that pepper's already had the kid and the kid's like 10 years old now um. and hilarity ensues I could be dad
1: thing. I can, maybe. That's
0: not going to happen. I'm not going to happen. <laughs> um, uh,
1: the other, the other thing that that is is part of it uh, is that apparently there is supposed to be a rumor of a time travel element involved because there's, of because
0: of set photos, right? Yes, yeah,
1: set photos came out that uh, had a bunch of the characters all wearing this particular wristband that, like, in, like a, 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 in character, like all of them are wearing this thing. That's supposed they think is like a time travel band of some kind. And, and and Captain America's in his original And, and, and that's right, and then and Captain right. America was in his original outfit, like no beard, like and and they apparently recreated the Battle of New York, but Ant Man is there now. Exact
0: exact and, and not only that, but he's in his original suit too. Yes. Yes.
1: yes. And and uh, Hawkeye is in a brand new outfit. But in that in that scene, like you know, he's in like the the what we assume to be the Ronin outfit. When you when you heard that, did you get slightly concerned? I did because I was like, because oh, because God, I, are I really got doing time travel, like
0: really? No. And I got I got a little like like a Matrix Three vibe. Uh, yeah, like it's all gonna go real sideways. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, no, it can't, because they no, have to no. be, because I, they've got, they have to have seen that movie. Number one, yes. <laughs> number two. You know, like brothers. I don't know. Maybe you know. <laughs> as long as we don't hear about anything going on with the Russo brothers, I'm just gonna leave it at that. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm just a little concerned. Like, yeah.
1: oh, I wonder I where know. that's going. I yeah, I know. I thought that too. But I, yeah, I'm a little. I, I'm a little concerned about that too. But I, I hope they have a plan. I mean, obviously, the time, time, you know, time manipulation would be the biggest thing in there. That's, in my estimation, that's the most powerful of the stones. <laughs> Like we but saw, I love the idea. I love confident. the concept that
0: the quantum rail, the quantum rail clearly will play a I role. I think so.
1: I think it's going to be a major yeah. part of it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so that's 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 pretty much all I, I have heard. At this point,
0: I expect it to be amazing. I don't expect to be let down. I expect, yeah. I absolutely expect Ant-Man and the Wasp to connect. That I mean, the main oh, thing I, is, yeah, of course. I expect it to connect in some way. I can't believe as much as I look forward to Infinity War, I actually am looking forward to Captain Marvel, probably with the same amount of anticipation. And I can't wait to see I can't wait to see what how this how this story how does this phase concludes next year Yes, I can't wait. I think it's gonna be
1: amazing. how are we go when are we going to find out what the new movie is called and and how big of a letdown will it be when we find out okay so interesting interesting um thing was see
0: so you know how at the end of the title cards that we have it and all these movies that that different people will ret- will return yes. Did
1: we talk about what what it said at the end of this movie? No. What did it say in this one?
0: Because this one, it was Thanos will oh. return. <laughs> oh,
1: okay, interesting. Which
0: which that. which tells me? Well, I mean, here's here's the prediction. I don't, I'm not trying to make anything big out of that. Uh-huh. It's one that it was Thanos and not anybody else. Yeah. And two, I wonder if they don't sneak the title in the back end of Captain Marvel.
1: <laughs> yeah, that probably that might not be a bad thing. You think they're wait that long? I mean, that's only. February, March, well, April, well, that's only well, three months before the movie comes out. But you know what the mark, market, I mean, though. you know, you know, as well as I do, toy fair happens in, well, to, well but they've February. done, but they,
0: Yeah, but, but here's, here's the problem that they've boxed themselves into Spider-Man homecoming two comes out two what, two, three months after infinite after Avengers four. Yeah. Well, how are you going to do that? How, you can't start the promotion of that movie right. until after the middle of May. Yeah. So you're already in that box. I'm. I'm not surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if Disney is just saying, you know what, 2019. We the first half of 2019 is all Marvel. Yeah, we are just going to promote the heck out of Marvel. Then we're going to uh, pretend like you forgot Last Jedi happened.
1: Well, we're going to switch gears. We're going to switch gears, and then we're going to move to that. So I think what we've learned even in this in this last month is that. Marvel has become the dominant pop culture force. And originally it was sort of like, oh yeah, it's just another thing. You know, it's like there's Star Wars, there's Star Trek and there's this Marvel thing. Well, by oh. by what we've seen with Solo, yeah. Clearly, you cannot do to Star Wars what you've done with Marvel. Marvel, you can have a movie every three months, every 4, yeah, well, four let's say every four months, and we're ready for it. We're here for it. We are, we are in butts in seats. You can't do that with Star Wars. Star Wars is a different beast. And no better example than one movie comes out, the next Marvel movie comes out, and it makes a billion dollars, and the next Star Wars movie comes out and doesn't, won't, Ever, I, I, you know what though? I, I, what I don't get is, wow. I, I,
0: I'm surprised that Disney didn't hasn't gotten on the idea that summers are Mar- Marvel owns the summer.
1: Yes, and I think that's what it comes down to. They, I think they thought they they had uh, two of those perennials kind of thing, and I don't think uh, Star Wars is the same thing. And I'm not, I'm not, I don't ever root for someone's failure. And I can say, we we talked about this a little off-air, and I know this is not a Star Wars podcast, but we both enjoyed Solo. And I enjoyed it way more than I expected to. Uh, And I think a lot of people who disliked Last Jedi would really like Solo, um, but obviously they're they're not going to see it. Um, But – Star Wars is a very much the thing, and I think that belongs in the fall. I really think it would have done better in the fall, and I think that can be a a fall kind of like colder weather family kind of gathering, as Absolutely. opposed to a summer blockbuster extravaganza. I don't think Star Wars really does that job. Well,
0: you know what we're in a we're in a weird we're in a weird era in terms of box office because yeah. because one of the things that I've noticed and I just I just pulled it up looking at it right now. Okay, so Black Panther coming out in February yes. is at six hundred ninety nine million domestic. Yeah. Now, what's interesting is Avengers is at 642. However, it's tracking more like it's 38 day total of the two movies. It's a, it's running about 11 million ahead of Black Panther. So if it continues, but again, Black Panther didn't have the, the competition yeah. that Infinity War right, had. Exactly.
1: Now, they're both Marvel movies. True. But Avengers is a part three and Black Panther was the uh, brand new. You know, Ex- brand exactly. New, brand but new still, series.
0: it's done. I mean, they've released two. I mean, let's put it this way. They released two seven hundred million dollar movies
1: <laughs> within uh, yeah within like four months three and a half time.
0: three and a half months apart
1: yeah and no and and not even two other months. Other two other and a half months movie. apart and I, I kind of feel bad for Ant Man the Wasp because it's not going to do that now like God bless Ant Man the Wasp I cannot wait for it I'm super excited it's not going to make that that be <laughs> but
0: I guess but, but I guess my point is that you know we look okay, we all love these movies yes. and we and and certainly we want to see more of these movies mm-hmm. but you're getting to a point where okay, you know, you've got, you've got, and you know, we could talk about Deadpool, too. Deadpool yeah. 2, Deadpool 2, a fantastic movie, I thought. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. You know, it's only going to make so much. What is, where does a movie like Jurassic World fall into this? Where right. does a movie, where does a movie like Incredibles 2 yeah. fall into this? If if a solo yeah. falls into its trap, well then <laughs> where do you go and how, how do you all like manage the 12 months you got, because you only got 12 months <laughs> right. to like, Get these things. I mean, these, these works of art that are put on by a tr- thousands of people with a lot of time and effort and investment. Wow. I'm, I'm worried <laughs> that we're going to get to the point here where either, either the quality, either the quality is going to go down or just the simple number of quality things we see is going to go down.
1: Yeah. I think it's, it's – it's, I think we, we should enjoy what we have right now because we're living in kind of a, a really nice golden age sweet spot. Oh, Maybe this absolutely. is the peak, But like that stuff is coming out on a regular basis that we're super excited about that we've wanted to see and at a consistently high level of quality. Right. Like we you – know, you and I went through all of this stuff in the 90s where it was like we went to see everything that came out and most of it was garbage.
0: I mean, not True Lies though. True Lies not was true, true, true Lies was
1: a great movie. True um, Lies is forever, but, and 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 also Blade actually is is, is a, was a great movie. Blade Spawn is good. was not. <laughs> but but that's what we had that's what we had we had that's what, for comic movies that's what you went to see because we, we had to go see the phantom because that's what we had oh my god right wow. but now it's like stuff is coming out it's just like it's it's an embarrassment of riches because yeah. stuff is being made at a consistently high level quality where even if it's not your cup of tea it's still really good yeah it's not bad no absolutely right Wow. So, yeah. So I know. So it's sort of like this. This the, in my head, this was the conclusion of this of the the podcast series. You know, Road to Infinity. We reached in Road to Infinity, but we're not done. Like it's still, it's still another year away. It was like, uh, it's like, <laughs> waiting for it to be like, and this was the final. Thank you for all for you know. But now I can't really do that because this is only half the story. So well, it was fun. This has been fun, and it's awesome. Yeah, and so like obviously, obviously, I started out hating it. I by the end, of, I, I now I've now come around to like really appreciating because I it's the, the ending is so powerful and so over dominating that i had sort of forgotten all this stuff it took other people coming to me saying oh wasn't it funny when you know when star lord and and you know was trying to like pretend to be thor and like so i was like oh yeah that was really funny and they would keep bringing stuff back to me and i was like oh yeah i really did like that part And i have to remember i liked 95 percent of it it was just that ending that i that, that sort of soured the rest of it for me but i have to like all right in perspective like Part one of two, that just a small part of the rest of the thing and, and and we don't know how it's gonna resolve in the future. So I don't know. So it's 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 gonna be very interesting to see. And and I'm hoping that uh, that Disney is much more honest in their marketing and, and in their discussions of this uh, going forward when they the, for the ne- for the next gigantic wave of marketing where they're gonna have to pull out our nostalgia back up again and be like ah 10 years remember remember if we we're all excited about that and saying goodbye to people and saying hello to others and I wouldn't bet on it. Yeah. I, I think <laughs> I, I don't
0: think that's how the hype machine works. but I'm just gonna say it was
1: fun. So uh, yeah, thank you to everyone for listening, for coming along on this way. I hope that uh, that this was a satisfying payoff for all of the, for all the time you've been waiting for this to to have our, our uh, what we thought would be our final episode turns out not to be. Thank you, of course, to uh, engineer Alice for uh, having to put up with all this, uh, all the uh, nonsense garbage. Uh, stupid comments that we make, she has to listen to all of them. You only get to hear the good stuff. So, thank, uh, all thank you. All praise Alice. to her. So, yes. uh, all hail Alan Junior. Alice. So, uh, yeah. So, hey, thank you, Rob, for uh, for sitting and, and talking about this with me. It was uh, my pleasure. It's it's a, always a pleasure to talk to you, and it's always this is this is a good time to do things. So, we'll have to figure out what the next thing is after. Ant-Man. Ant- no, I'll, I'll call you after Ant Man and the Wasp. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> talk about know. the next part. So, thank you. Uh, so, thank you all for listening. Uh, we will be back uh, probably for Ant Man and the Wasp at some point in the future uh and uh as always uh like subscribe to all the things thanks thank you you've been listening to the road to infinity podcast brought to you by legible scrawl find us on facebook twitter or even at our website at www.legiblescrawl.com we'll see you further on up the road